Yeah, what's wrong with the beer we got? It's for jugglers and jugglets. Listening to the best best friends podcast in the world. Who do you think you are? I am. Yo. Welcome back, friends. Welcome back to the greatest podcast to exist in the history of podcasts. It's your number one source for all things craft beer related. It's the internationally acclaimed Cindy Crawford approved podcast of hops, high fives, and friendship. I am your host, weighing in at 0.097 metric tons of fun. The Beast of the East, Christmas Maximus. I don't like that. I don't like what I've been doing lately. The all-knowing all thing. I don't like it. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna cut it out then. Cut it out. Go I'm ahead. Cut it out. It's Tom. And I'm your other host, the Hot Master General, Grand Master of Malt, the Royers Ford Rattlesnake. Give me a hell yeah. I'm gonna get fire I'm gonna get fireworks to just go off behind me. Pyro come in. Yeah, pyrotechnics. You're sure. just gonna get, get glass to just shatter behind you every episode. <laughs> it's Dan, by it's the way. It's gonna be a mess. All right. And we at Dan, we're going to get it. We're going to get it this time. Uh, I got the song. I'm ready. Yeah. Okay. You got the song. All right. And we are the best, best friends podcast in the world. Dan, hit the music. No, no. What? Dan. What? All right. This is where I put my foot down. What's wrong? Blue Monday by Orgy. Yeah. It's no, song. Dan, you picked like the worst of the worst. I mean, I know we've been on a new metal kick, but... It, this is the worst. This is the worst thing you've done to the podcast. I, I don't know about that. Uh, you, you've made me sit through some shitty music to intro this that you've gotten all wrong. I mean, I mean, I thought we've been sitting through some pretty good music. No, it's really bad. I mean, this is the music that we discussed prior to going on. No, it's not. It's not the, this is exactly what you texted me. You this said, is not find a song. At all. Not at all. You wanted a dude. It's, it's Monday. <laughs> Now I see where your head was at. You wanted, you said, pick a song for Monday. I found a song for Monday. Well, it's blue uh, Monday. All right. So, you know, I'm a sucker for themes and, and keeping it, you yeah, know, that's what, that's what I was trying to do, man. It's not the song that we chose and I'm very disappointed, but I, I like where your, your thought path was going. Thank um, you, Tom. All right. So I'll let it continue. Dan hit the music. How does it feel? I don't know. Come on, man. I mean, this is like, this is border. It's like synth new metal. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. Yeah, it's, the, it's the opposite of awesome. We have five more seconds left. Thank God. Uh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> man, I, I'm really trying to keep it in character for that. I really, <laughs> I, so I, I, I couldn't even do it. It's so bad. Um, well, all right. Hey guys, if you haven't caught on to the shtick, uh, shtick already, it's, it's going to continue. Yeah, so yeah. We'll, we'll get it next time. Yep. Probably going to be worse next week. I don't know how we could get worse. That's, whew, that's yeah. pretty bad. Yeah, that's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. All right, everybody. We're the best, best friends podcast in the world. Thank you for 
giving us a listen again. Um, and for our stream viewers, thanks for tuning back in. Hey, yeah, cool. thanks for coming out, guys. All right. So um, before we get into our guest, um, I just want to say, uh, you know, the, our usual shtick or usual rundown here. Subscribe, rate, review. Uh, every Wednesday, uh, our podcast comes out. Every Wednesday morning is yep. the drop, guys. Yep. Subscribing. Spoiler. Yeah. Subscribing. You'll put it, you know, right on your, your podcast app for you. Yep. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, I guess Audible's got podcasts. Yeah, Google Podcasts. Google Podcasts. Yeah. Everywhere. Yep. Everywhere you uh, you listen to podcasts. Um, if you like the podcast, tell your friends about it. Right? Tell I mean, all I, your friends. That's a no-brainer, right? You got a friend. He likes craft beer. She likes craft beer. They like craft beer. I don't know. Pronouns are weird anymore. It's a touchy subject. They like craft beer. Yeah. Um, he, Z, hers, or whatever. Um, they like craft beer. Uh, tell them about the podcast. Um, we've got some great guests that we just had on that we're having on that we got coming up. Yeah. Um, you know, 2020 is looking up. Looks like it's coming up all Millhouse. Yep. Leave um, us uh, leave us that rating. Yeah. What is it, Tom? It's a five star party. Yeah. Five star party, boys. Let's uh let's keep it going. Um and uh and give us a review. Shoot us a review. Um then zero for February. Yeah, February and I mean we're we're giving away beer. Yeah. For a review. Yeah. Literally, I mean, as of right now, there's only a few days left in February. So if you do leave a review um, and give us a five-star rating, we don't care how bad the review is as long as you give us a five-star rating. Right. You could not like us. And as long as you give us five stars, uh, we'll give you beer. It's so simple. I mean, you can... all The review could just say fart box. <laughs> and, we, you know, that might win you some beer. I yeah. don't know. You know, it's... Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, so, um, yeah, I guess, uh, yeah. Subscribe, rate, review, win some beer, maybe. Um, all right. Um, Tom, what? you look different tonight. Do I? Yeah. Just, look- uh, just a little different. Hmm. Uh, did you cut your hair? No. You seem, you seem cozier today, like warmer. Cozier. Oh, you know what it is? Um, there's a, um, I mean, it's getting a little cooler out. Yeah. The weather is, uh, the weather's a little cold. Would you say Tom that it is flannel weather? That it's, you know, it's, uh, it's very similar to flannel weather. Yes. I would say a hundred percent. It is flannel weather. Yeah. I mean, some, well, Tom, speaking of flannel weather, we did it. We got them. We did it. Yeah, we did it, guys. You know, oh man, we've been talking about it for months since we started becoming a craft beer podcast. Yeah, we were a hundred percent after this guest. So we we've talked about it. We, ad slid, in, we slid into his DMs constantly. Yeah. Uh, so, um, you know, we, we've talked about it. It's our white whale. Uh, it's been, I think would say the number one brewery we've been trying to get since the con- inception of this podcast. It's a one from day one, baby a one from day run. All right. So, uh, guys tonight we are joined by the director of brewing operations at new trail brewing company. Oh man, the Brewers and PA group is blowing up right now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> located in Williamsport, PA, it's Mike LaRosa. 
Mike, there thanks for coming thanks. on. No, thanks for having me. I'm so glad you got that horn for today. I know. I was it it so I'm surprised <coughs> we the haven't the first got, person to get the horn. Yeah. 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 You're the first person <laughs> to get the horn. I, I'm surprised awesome. we haven't gotten the horn out earlier. <laughs> You're I specifically downloaded the horn for you. So have some more. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um yeah, so like we were mentioning, you know, we huge fans. Yeah. It, it was, so we started this uh podcast. I feel like we talk about it every week. I mean, we were just kind of like uh, craft beer novices. Yeah. Um, and, we were uh, bored. There was a pandemic. Yeah. yeah. And one thing led to another. And New Trail has always been a favorite of ours. And it's, I mean, it's not really surprising. Um, we'll talk about the love of our origin. Yeah. Our origin of the love story that is uh, New Trail. Yeah. But, oh, uh, for sure. Um, all right. Well, before we get into that, Dan, you want to tell us about our... Uh, or, or the network we're part of. Oh yeah, of course. Uh, so um, if you haven't listened to the last couple episodes, we are part of a podcast network uh, all about craft beer. Uh, that's Hopped Up Network. Hopped Up Network. It's an ever-growing group of independent beer podcasts. Check out all of the other podcasts on the network at www.hoppedupnetwork.com. Follow them on social media at Hopped Up Network. Doing great things. Always the first to comment on our posts. Great guys. So, you know, Give them a follow and check out some of the other craft beer podcasts on their network. All right, guys. Um, so we are going to get into some new trail beer. Um, and uh, if you want to follow along with us, um, if you uh, want to go back and listen, listen to our past episodes and see what beer we drank in the past, you can uh, you can check us out on Untapped at uh, at Best Best Friends Pod. That's Best Best Friends P O D. Very nice. There it is. Always the first POD drop of the episode always gets me so hyped. All right. Especially after Blue Monday. <laughs> I mean, you got to keep it, keep it new metal, man. Um, all right. So um, cool. So we are going to uh, crack into some beers. Yeah, Damn. we're going to get into our first one here. Yeah. You want to tell us what we're going to be drinking? Oh, of course. So uh, first beer here is, uh, mm-hmm. I would say it's kind of been a uh, little bit of a staple beer here for you guys. Uh, it's going to be the Broken Heels by New Trail Brewing Company. Uh, we're going to be cracking into that. Uh, New England Pale Ale. Broken Heels is a hazy India Pale Ale brewed with oats and Pilsner malts and hopped aggressively with an assortment of newer American-grown hops in the Pacific Northwest. Oh, I love that. Yeah. This beer is full mouthfeel with low bitterness, meant to be soft on the palate. High aromatics lead the consumer through a treasure trove of their favorite tropical fruits and wanting more of the very quaffable beer. Okay. Quaffable. Yeah. All right. I like that word. Yeah. We're going to be rocking a 7% ABV uh, and it's a 3.96 on the I feel like the term quaffable just makes me want to wear like a powdered white wig when I drink this. (laughs) You know, I studied really hard for my SATs, so... Are you, are you, are you like me and ace the vocabulary, but absolutely (laughs) bomb the math part? Yeah, that's exactly right. Okay. I feel like they make fun of my my math skills every day at the brewery. Hey, oh man, mine (laughs) is just, it's non-existent. Yeah. Just tell me you're an athlete, not a mathlete. (laughs) (laughs) Um, One of those either. uh, (laughs) Too many, too many beers. (laughs) I I don't know if that's such a thing. I don't know. All right. Uh, I'll get to these beers and yeah, we'll get, get ready a, to go. Get us some beers going here, Dan. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm a, I, I know that like this, this beer is readily available pretty much everywhere. Um, mm-hmm. I, I guess that would you consider this one of your staple beers? 
Yeah, this is absolutely a core beer. This this beer itself comprises a lot of our production. Oh, awesome. Yeah, I was going to say, there is a, a significant uh, like footprint of this beer everywhere I go. It's uh, always in like the new trail area of any like supermarket and any like bottle shop I go to, which it has its, it has its shelf space. Right. And we'll, I mean, we'll get into that, but you know, oh, we're definitely, we're not located, I guess not nowhere near, but we're pretty far from your brewery. Um, you know, as far as just like a simple drive to go pick it up, but man, new trail is readily available at just almost everywhere. <laughs> I know. Whenever I get the urge, I all I have to do is just go down to my local grocery store. Have, so. Yeah, grocery yeah, store. I mean, that's been, that's been the idea behind the the brewery the whole time was sort of just to highlight the greater beauties of uh, great the greater North Central Pennsylvania area. And while we know everybody can't make it up here, we we like to bring it to them. So. Oh yeah, definitely making it accessible is uh, is great. But um, let's crack into these things. Crack into and, this because uh, my we're, voice is getting dry. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have a lot to talk about. Oh yeah. All right, let's get into this. One, two, three. All right, good cracks, boys. Yeah, getting that timing just like nailed. I hope one of you just messes with each other on one of these and shakes up the beer right before. Man, that, you know what? Part of me has thought about it constantly. And then I look at all the expensive equipment he has in front of him. <laughs> and I'm over here with just like, yeah, like a hundred dollar iPad. And I'm just like, yes, that's right. You want to be, it yes. to be like that. Uh, Waste all of your money again. <laughs> <laughs> you want it to be like that episode of the Simpsons where Bart uh, uses, <laughs> paralyzes Homer with beer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. So let's, uh, Let's dig into this thing, man. Cheers. Dan, cheers. cheers guys. This has been a long time coming. Mike, Tom. Sancha. Man, that's smooth. Oh, yeah. I was a little worried. And um, Dan, I think you you shared that worry with me. Um, so we picked this up at a, at a local distributor. and um, Which one? Uh, Parktown beverage in uh Royers mm-hmm. Ford. And um I, I I don't see a uh a born on or canned on day uh date on this. So I'm you know I'm always weary about you know picking picking beers up like that that I think it's because of like distributors that I know that are like always uh it, promoting craft beer. I feel like it always flies off the shelf there. Mm-hmm. Parktown's very like the the old school like blue collar kind of way of life. Right. And I was like, oh man, I hope this isn't like we're drinking broken heels from like the last year they got it or something. You know, it, we our our date coder went down probably about a year ago now. And we found that our beer is being pulled off the shelf fast enough that it doesn't much matter. Like we get hit on it all the time on Facebook or Instagram or breweries and PA or wherever. Like, why don't you date the cans? Like I'm working on getting the date coder back up and running, but at the same time, it's all fresh. You know, I, I truly believe we probably have one of the freshest products available on the shelf at a distributor. So, like, for instance, beer went out today to our wholesaler in Philly that was canned on Friday. And it's going to be on most shelves by next Tuesday or Wednesday. So, I mean, from the canning line to your hands, it's less than 10 days. Okay. But which you can't really ask. You can't really ask right. for anything better than that. I think the issue is it's just 
you know, if it's just sitting on the shelf. Yeah. I know yeah. some places where it's just like, it's coming yeah. off like from consumers. Yeah. But I, we, we both, we've had a bad experience and that one kind of stuck with me. Um, yeah. at a, at a local, uh, I guess a local, I don't know what they would be considered. They're like a little market. Oh, okay. In, in yeah. Phoenixville. Um, you know, I, I, we had the, you know, we had, we had the, the brewer on and everything. Too. Yeah. Yeah. We had the brewer on yeah. for it. You know, it was just a, it was one that Dan had had before, um, fresh. And when I gave him, uh, the can, you know, when I gave him a can, I, you know, and I drank it, I was like, man, I don't know really what's all the hype. What you're this. seeing it's in kinda, this cinema. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of gross, man. And, uh, Dan was like, no, this is tastes completely different. Um, <laughs> but then on the other side of that, I think I got, um, what did I get? The gummy bears IPA and, um, and the heliocentric, I think I got yeah, from there. Which, delicious. I mean, the, the heliocentric is definitely going to, that might also speak longer. to like what he was saying. He's like, he's getting the fresh out there mm-hmm. and it's just, you know, it's coming out constantly. So yeah, I hope you didn't get gummy bears recently. No, 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 no. This was, yeah, this was over the summer. Yeah, yeah. no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was when you released the, the blue blackberry heliocentric. So it was around mm-hmm. that time. Um, okay. Well, I've released that one a few times, I think, okay. but I can tell by the color and on, in your glass that that's pretty fresh beer. Yeah, no, it's got a great color on it. Um, yeah, it's not, that has an oxidized or aged much. It can't be more than 14 to 14 to 21 days old. So let's, um, let's talk about this one a little bit and then we'll get in. We got some questions coming in from the chat. Um, yeah, thanks a lot guys for participating. We're definitely going to get to those questions. Yeah. So this is, I mean, you would consider this a New England style um, IPA. I actually don't consider it New okay. England. I'm actually very, very specific about that. You'll almost never see us label anything as a New England IPA. There's a few reasons for that. The first being that we're not in New England. Okay. There you go. Um, and I believe truly that the style was developed in tandem with people outside of New England. So mm-hmm. it's a, a bit of a... I'm not going to say that I'm jaded about it, but it's sort of just like my, maybe it's the ivory tower that I'll die on. But um, (laughs) uh, the other main thing is that I really think that the style is different from New England for the, for what we produce. I specifically call everything hazy, hazy IPA, like New England to me, New England IPA separate from hazy IPA, I find to be way less bitter. Whereas like hazy IPA, I want it to be an IPA. Like I want that balanced bitterness with it. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. So the, the only reason I asked was because, um, the, uh, the, un- I, when I, I put together the notes, uh, you for know, sure. I- so untapped, untapped isn't as, uh, as pious as I am okay. and, uh, <laughs> doesn't, doesn't have a hazy IPA category. So gotcha. I'd say it's most similar to a new England IPA category. I guess now that there. you, now that you mentioned that I do, I think I have realized like all of your cans, all your hazy IPAs are or hazy double, yeah, hazy, hazy IPA. IPA yeah. yeah. I'm, hazy triple. Yeah. Yeah. And which, they, they, they never read New England IPA. I guess this is, I, I, I guess would agree it, with that's good because yeah. I don't, I don't really read New England. Yes. Yeah. Maybe the BJCP will, uh, you know, start to learn something from you and actually put that in yeah. a category. <laughs> I, I, that'd be something. <laughs> they haven't listened to anyone since 2015. <laughs> so don't worry. Um, yeah, so, right. so, I mean, for me, it's got, it's got a real soft citrus to it. Um, but it's, it's a real nice, it's also got a real nice bitter to it. You know, it's for not, sure. It's a, it's a balanced bitterness. Like I don't, I don't measure our IBUs oftentimes when I talk about bitterness, I, I just generally talk about how the bitterness feels. Mm-hmm. Is yeah. it sharp? Is it soft? Is it 
heavy? Is it moderate? Is it low? So I find that the broken heel sort of falls in like a soft, moderate spot I agree. because of, because of the, the malts that back it up, you know, having, having the oat malt in there sort of allows for that, um, pillowiness for, for lack of a better, better word for it. Yeah. That sort of balances that, that, you know, if you've had, if you were around for the IBU wars, you know, <laughs> takes away that, that, that sharp IB, like sharp, bitter American West coast IPA bite like that, away yeah, from it. Pininess to it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, this is great. And you know, you have it right on the can, you know, soft bitterness. It's got that nice pillowy mouthfeel. You get for um, the Pilsner malts and everything, yeah. which is nice. Yeah. Um, that's one of my favorite kind of malt backbones for a, like a hazy IPA mm-hmm. is I enjoy like when there's a good mixture of oats in the Pilsner malt because it just yeah, gives that sure. that's, great that's, uh, feel to it. That's our base malt is, is Fireman Pilsner. So, And I'm, I'm always interested to see what, uh, you know, you have the classic duos, uh, Citro Mosaic, and then you're adding the, I, I, I'm, I'm going to bitch butcher the... Uh, the equinot equinot there we go yeah, equinot, it used yeah. to be called equinox but i believe they got a C D from which car manufacturer makes the equinox the chevrolet. chevrolet yeah yeah oh, so, really? yeah i think they got a cnd on it so they, right. they changed yeah, it to i'll show you not <laughs> so citro um, mosaic are like the buddy cop of like a hazy ipa it's like rigs and sure murtaugh See, yeah, I was going to go equal, with. Uh, I find Equinot more similar to Mosaic than I do Citra. So, I, when we were designing Broken Hills, or when I was designing Broken Hills, the recipe, I, I thought that it was going to play really nicely and kind of create a very unique um, flavor profile with a classic combo. So, yeah, and you're getting you're kicking it with that that Pacific Northwest kind of vibe to it. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, no, this is super enjoyable. Easy drinking. I mean, seven percent. You're right in that in that wheelhouse yeah. that I like with hazy IPAs. Right. Uh, that seven, like yeah, sometimes maybe tickling eight percent, but you know, yeah. it's borderline sessionable, but you know, high enough that you're not going to get crushed with untapped reviews. Like it's not high enough in alcohol. Yeah, you can't drink yeah. it. It's not hazy enough. We're not working. Yeah, we. It's we're funny. Not. Like when, when we first started making Broken Heels, there wasn't anything like it up here in North Central Pennsylvania, and people were just getting hammered, just like because it was. They're like, this does not drink like it's seven percent. I'm like, no, that's kind of the idea behind hazy IPA is that it's really, really smooth. So we used to call it again, like, oh, you know, I had five heels last night. You got heels. Like. <laughs> <laughs> that's a. That was kind of like when Dan and I discovered Golden Monkey. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> how, mu- how much alcohol is in it? Yeah. <laughs> Goes just, down so just easy. giggling while we're drinking it. <laughs> it's funny what you mentioned, uh, being like North central Pennsylvania, like no, no beer is like this out there. Uh, you know, going out to North central before I even like, I only heard about new trail like once from Tom and we like briefly talked about like flannel weather and he had recently had it. I went camping in slate run and I think it oh, was yeah, the, sure. uh, the hotel manor and slate run. Yep. Hotel manor. They're a great account. Oh yes. It was, I mean, I can't tell you how many times I like rode my bike from our campsite to the hotel manor and just filled up a backpack of new trail beers and just went back. (laughs) Yeah. They just have like cases, like the little like convenience cases just full of your like four packs. Cool. So, uh, let's, uh, let's hit some, some chat questions here. So, um, we have a, a new, uh, viewer here, uh, beer. This photos. is a new follower on yeah. Instagram too, yep. right? Yep. He's got us on everything now, I guess. Uh, yeah. Or they, I don't know. It's not specific. 
Yeah. I, I should stop giving out uh, pronouns. Yeah, um, stop assuming gender, Tom. <laughs> it's 2021, damn it. Um, all right. So he said, um, he asked what uh, they asked. Yeah, God, they, Tom. Gee, man, I keep doing it. Um, they asked, uh, they want to hear from you uh, for like what you're, what in the future you're excited for and uh, any new hops uh, or processes you want to experiment with. Oh, hmm, that's a good question. Uh, excited for, well, I would say the expedition packs have kept me on my toes, um, trying to come out with four collaborations every month. So there are some cool ones coming up with some styles that I don't do very often. So I'd say I'm excited for that. As far as like new hops or, uh, processes, we're always sort of tweaking our process, like just trying to make a, a more perfect beer. Um, as far as hops go, I'd say I've been really on a talus kick recently that was hbc 692 last year that was in like uh white out and oh, okay. uh shit i put it in a few loggers last year like loyal sock logger it was just in backpackers and that that expedition pack it oh, was, okay. it's a it's a mother or a sister of Sabro. So they designed it to be very um, coconutty, but it didn't present coconut. It like went the opposite way. It was like super, super like pineapple as oh. far as like the tropical spectrum goes. It's kind of more like a, like that brew one kind of hop. Yeah. Kind of like brew, kind of like brew one, but it's still pretty unique. So I, I'm, I'm really hot and heavy about that hop right now. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. Um, well, speaking yeah. of whiteout, all the winter themed beers that you guys come out with during the winter, like as a, like a snow sports person, goggles, yeah. Goggles yeah. like uh lift, pa uh, lift pass and all of those. I mean, those are all, um, uh, all my favorite. I, I mean, just label shopping alone. I was getting those beers. <laughs> I think, uh, I think my sales manager is going to kill me if I name another beer, snow something. Cause like you'll <laughs> type, you type in like snow, it's like snow shoes, snow tracks, snow walk, <laughs> snow, snow. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it, you, you, brought up the expedition pack. So what, um, how did that collaboration process happen? Like how did, what, how did you go about choosing which breweries you're going to do collaborations with for the pack? Yeah. So it seems like a two part question. So it's sort of the idea of the expedition kit pack came up from 2020. You know, we, we had all these great ideas for adventures and expeditions that, um, we didn't really get to do, you know, uh -huh. We got bogged down with the uh, the quarantine and the coronavirus, and then um, as far as like we, the idea was like, all right, well, let's try to like raise the tide of Pennsylvania craft beer and choose choose our friends and show um, and do these collaborations with them and put it in a box, and I think people are gonna like it. Like it was sort of just like a throwing shit at the wall and seeing what sticks sort of idea, and then the idea of like what breweries get picked for what pack we're sort of, you know, we want to highlight a couple different styles within the variety pack. Cause as much as, you know, as easy as it would be to do just a hazy IPA pack or an all IPA pack. Um, I don't think that necessarily showcases how robust the craft beer scene is in Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. I agree. So um, we're trying to pick breweries to go into the pack that, you know, that we want to work with that are known for other styles, you know, like for instance, in the first pack, it was um, human robot was the Pilsner. Like that while they make fantastic IPA, all we were hearing about yeah. was their logger program. Yeah. Where you keep hearing the same thing. Yep. 
Yeah. And their, and their logger program's great. And, you know, the same goes for like, um, um, love city, you know, love city in, in the second pack is, is a Pilsner. Yeah. And then in the, th- in the third pack that's coming out sometime in March, it's Sterling pig and Sterling pig. Okay. Uh, Brian is the guy that trained me way, way, way back when, and he's very cool. Maybe the most award-winning dark lager brewer in the country. So oh, we're wow. doing a Schwartz beer. Like, Oh, that's very cool. So I feel like, yeah. I, and I, so when I was reading kind of about your profile um, and your, your history, um, that kind of stood out to me because we did Sterling pig. We did a Sterling pig beer early in the podcast. Back when we thought we were still funny enough to do a comedy podcast yeah. and we would just feature craft beer. We would just like, you know, we would have a beer on the podcast and look at funny videos and laugh at it. And we weren't nearly funny enough to keep that going. <laughs> so we just steered into the craft beer. I, I feel like I kind of want to revisit them because we were not super excited about that beer, but I feel like I, I implore you to their, their beer is yeah. fantastic. Yeah. I mean, so. we still follow them on social. So like it, it, going back and like thinking about that beer, it's like, man, maybe that's a beer that we would really enjoy now that, kind of our palates have matured a little bit. Just, you know, do you remember which beer you had? It was, I'd have to go back and look at it. Yeah. I have to, um, it, it's not that important. It was, but. it was one that they didn't, um, they don't brew all year long. You know, they have, oh, okay. they, you know, they have their kind of, their yeah, they have like shout and big yeah. guns and, uh, this little piggy maybe might be one of the name of the beers. And it was one cause it was brewed with, uh, Bruce tips or pine tips. Oh, interesting. Um, I, don't, I don't know about that beer. I, I'm not close. He doesn't distribute up this way. So I don't, mm-hmm. I don't see his beer as much as I'd like to, but I, I really implore you to drink Sterling pig. They're, and they're super local. To us too. Yeah. Their lager, their lagers are fantastic, but he is known for black lager, Baltic okay. Porter and Schwartz beer. So, um, so, um, yeah. And going back on that, it, it, you know, Mike, if, you know, the folks aren't familiar with Mike and his background and knowledge in the brewing world. It's, and I, I put it down that you've worked with a who's who of brewers and breweries and in the PA craft scene, you know, you started with Brian McConnell who uh, runs Sterling pig. Now um, you guys want a, a G G A B F gold uh, when you were uh, brewing with rock bottom, um, you were doing um, you know, you were doing that. You did the, Porter, Baltic Porter, right? Baltic Porter, yep. Yep. So you guys want a gold with that, and you, I mean, you—that's crazy. You get you want a GABF gold, and it was—I think you were you interned for two months, and then you became his assistant brewer. Yeah, it's a funny story actually about that specific beer. It was the first beer that I brewed alone, and like you know, <laughs> without him like standing over my over my shoulder. And I like, I was really proud of it. So I was just like pestering him. I'm all of like 21 years old, pestering him like, Hey, I'd love to submit this to GABF. Like I really want some feedback on it, yada, 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 not understanding the depth of what I'm asking. <laughs> and, and sure, sure as shit, you know, he, I must've just beat his will down and he, uh, <laughs> he submitted it and we won that year. So it was a fun man. That's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. Strong so you, flex, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> you went there, you worked at, you worked at tired hands. You helped open the fermentaria. Um, yeah. So before, I mean, there's a, a number of things yeah. that happened before tired hands, but so I was at, I was with rock bottom for about two years, mm-hmm. Brian, 
I moved on um, to take the head brewer job at Saucony Creek in Kutztown. So were you there I, with uh, with Matt Lindemuth? Mm-hmm. Matt 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 uh, was my boss at the time. Okay. Yeah, and um, I was with Matt. I brewed some of his first beers. Maple Mistress was one of uh, my recipes. Oh wow! That, yeah, fun story. And that, then, that um, was uh, that was at my wedding. Yeah, yeah, I had that beer at my wedding. No, yeah, yeah. That's. Uh, um, I left. I left um, Saucony Creek after about a year. I went on to um, like a short-term brewing gig with Maniunk. Mm-hmm for like three months that was sort of just like set up to be that way. I was looking for like a way station almost. And, um, from there I'd say I got my first really big break in craft beer. Um, I, I interviewed for the job to be the head brewer at Kane on the Jersey shore. And that's yeah. where, that's where I'd say I made my first really, really big break in craft beer. So I worked with Michael Kane for a little over a year and then I got headhunted from there to go build and open the fermenteria. And I was with the fermenteria for the first two years of operation. Yeah. Really tired hands. I mean, it, there's, mm. there's so much that happened in the, those little, two little years. Yeah. I mean, so. if you, I mean, we're primarily a, a, a PA craft uh, podcast, but Kane is like, they're huge in Jersey. Oh yeah. Very, huge, huge all over, but I mean, they're, yeah. it's, you know, one of the bigger breweries in Jersey. I'll say, I'll say to this day, I think head high is probably the best IPA in America. So. Well, there we go. Yeah. So I'm guessing to look for Yeah, We got something to, yeah. uh, something yeah. to search out right there. With I had uh, some cane from our New Jersey constituents, our New Jersey listeners sent over um, delicious beer. Um, even more excited to go check him out now that I know the guy's name is Michael Kane. So, <laughs> <laughs> and he looks nothing like Michael Kane. Like uh, I'll be like, wait, you're not you're, Michael Kane. Yeah, no, you're not like, Muppet Christmas like, Carol Michael Kane. <laughs> he's like six and a half feet tall, super skinny, super pale, got red hair. Like, does not look like Michael Kane. <laughs> um, all right, let's. Uh, so, uh, beer photos submitted another question here. Um, so, uh, they asked, do you, do you plan on doing any festival style birthday slash anniversary events similar, similar to pastry town from other half? Um, yes. At some point, you know, that's a, that's, I'm not going to promise anything this year cause I can't do promise anything this year, but I hope to, to create some sort of fest to bring all my friends to come and see me. So, <laughs> <laughs> and then uh they followed that question up with uh what makes your uh your leprechaun milkshake so green uh it's the leprechauns i just blended them up and threw them in there <laughs> that's, that's such a shortage oh man just green beer alone i just like have the all those like bad college memories yeah. and just i saw it on the uh, post you did and went oh god not green beer yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know it's just supposed to be fun. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? like it, it certainly, it certainly has some um, dichotomous reactions, and the the whole idea behind it, if you if you don't get the joke, if you don't understand why it's funny, <laughs> make a milkshake PA green. It's just just fun. <laughs> um. So um. All right. So new trail. Let's uh let's talk about the brewery. Um. So. I mean, if you're not familiar with new trail. I mean, what especially, rock, in, especially in this region, like yeah. what rock what, are you living under? So 
tell me how at the same, at the same time guys though we're not even three years old right know? but still i know that's and, and that's where we're getting just, how do you how do you go from infancy to maybe one of the hypest breweries in pennsylvania and i'd say even in the span? region too i mean you you think new trail all you hear is that's all i that's all i think in my head when i go to the cooler at my local grocery store yeah yeah i mean like like i said earlier in the podcast i think it's um the idea of trying to bring affordable great tasting craft beer to everybody um was the the main goal behind our business model you know being up where my partners were in Williamsport, you know, the distribution out there was a little light and, um, it's gotten better since, but they weren't able to get the beers that they wanted. So they're like, well, you know, fuck it, we'll just make it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and then, you know, why not try to spread the wealth there? I mean, right, right where we are in Williamsport, we're three hours away from everything. I'm three hours from Pittsburgh. I'm three hours from Philly. I'm three hours from New York. I'm three hours from, from Baltimore. You know, not that I have any interest or, intention to be distributing to, to any of those places right now, but we're really centrally located. So it's really easy for us to, to ship everything everywhere we need to go, you know, mm-hmm. to get to Pittsburgh. It's only a three hour ride for me versus from you guys. It's a solid six. Uh, four and a half. Depends on how fast you drive. Yeah. Four and a half with a, a Slayer and, you know, a couple of Red Bulls. I'm, <laughs> I'm there for four hours. Four and a half downhill with a backwind. Yeah. You know. <laughs> um, so, all right. Um, and going into that, like, how did, what, how did the, the statewide shipping program come to be? And like, what, what are the, you know, the, I'm guessing the logistical nightmares that go behind that. Um, yeah, I mean, we grew quickly, but to me, it also seems slowly. It wasn't like day one, we signed a Pittsburgh wholesaler and a Philadelphia wholesaler and, you know, a central PA wholesaler, like, we spent our time working focused really on all the different markets and my um my business partner dave you know he spent a lot you know a lot of windshield time just driving everywhere we needed to be making the sales calls i mean it was him and another guy were our only sales guys for for a long time so it was just a lot of a lot of windshield time and and then i did it too i thought it was really important as the the brand was growing that I spend the time with um, my partner to go out, you know, when I had time to get away from the brewery to, to go and meet the people that we wanted to drink our beer, you know, and that's a lot of storytelling doing a lot of this, you know? Yeah. And that's cool. And like, you see a lot of like the craft breweries, um, yeah, especially like through like breweries and PA's website, like they're, you know, they're starting to statewide shipping. You guys went like directly like wholesale with your Mm -hmm. kind of business model. Versus like a lot of like the smaller like breweries, you know, they're doing the statewide shipping and everything. I feel like you guys even like you're only three years old. You guys went directly to wholesalers first, which was yep. kind of, um, I guess, unique in your mm-hmm. uh, model. Well, it was it sort of had to be that way from the get go because my business partners have uh, other liquor licenses. So the way that the law was written at that time, they weren't allowed to self-distribute, which means that not all of the laws that apply uh, okay. to most craft breweries in Pennsylvania didn't apply to us. We had to go through wholesalers. Oh, okay. So, so it was more so, of a, you guys were. Yeah, I mean, that was, I'm not going to say that was entirely the reason. It was certainly calculated to go with wholesalers, but 
um, certainly pushed us that way. I'll say. Yeah. I mean, I have good push because yeah, I mean, sure. the wholesale, I mean, I probably wouldn't have, I mean, other than that trip to slate run and yeah, probably wouldn't have really like heard of you guys, especially right. like in statewide shipping, like being out there, like a lot of the breweries around us are doing the statewide shipping because of their proximity to like the major cities. Like they're, you know, they're within, you know, 20, 30 minutes from Philadelphia or Harrisburg and places like that. Well, not to not to interrupt you. At no fault of their own, the pandemic has pushed a lot of people into statewide shipping. Yeah. Whereas I don't think I don't think that would have been the case had people not been allowed to go to oh, their space. Yeah, I, I completely Definitely. agree. Oh, one hundred percent. We've talked about it a ton of that. You know, the pandemic's awful. Uh, you know, it's, it's not a good thing that it happened at all, but it has pushed the craft beer industry to do things that are great business wise that they might not have done if it hadn't. Well, they wouldn't have needed to. And why would you, you know, and in a lot of the, in a lot of their cases, why would you have spent the time to build shipping departments and send beer across the state when at the same rate of sale, they could sell it out over their bar or out their back door, right. you know, which I mean, which is great too, because now you have people out in Pittsburgh that can try, you know, beers that they would not have otherwise had. And, you know, likewise, you know, we, I, we probably would have never had, you know, the advantage uh, or the opportunity to get, you know, a, a hitchhiker or a grist house or a dancing gnome out here, sure. you know, that, and not know about the great beer that they're making, but yeah. you know, you get the opportunity now because you know, this awful thing happened now good things are coming out of it. So. Yeah. I feel like the um, craft beer industry, their just ability to improvise, adapt mm-hmm. um, their business models has made, I mean, drinking craft beer more accessible. And honestly, I mean, it's been, I mean, for lack of a better word, more fun. I mean, being able to like get like a shipment of beer is like so cool. And, you know, I think we talked with uh, Levante um, and they were talking about how like tired hands really kind of started doing it right before the pandemic too. Yeah. You know, they were starting. I thought they started after, but then, yeah, I guess you're right. The doubly direct. Yeah. They were, they were starting it like right before, because at the same time, was just bottles, I believe from the get go. It wasn't the cans. Yeah. So it just happened to be a model that they could just say, well, Hey, let's just put the cans there too. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, I'm not faulting him for, for doing that. I think, you know, if in the same situation, I would have done the same thing. I know it was like, just like, the perfect like storm for them. And yeah. like, it was interesting because, um, talking to Jim from Levante, you know, they had it in their like works too. They were talking about mercury and then Dudley came out right before the pandemic and they were like, Oh, we were just thinking about that. And then boom, pandemic, everybody started switching their gears. It was just yeah. like that whole episode was just him telling us how Gene is just like one step ahead of them. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, and uh, yeah, beer photos. We completely agree. Distributors hate this model. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, well, and that's one of the reasons why we don't direct ship. You know, is because we don't, we don't. You know, we've formed strong relationships and partnerships with um, with our wholesalers and our retail partners. And as much as I'd love to ship beer directly to your doorstep, mm-hmm. I you know I think that the long term value of developing um another local business or a small business is is helpful as well no i I agree yeah Um, what you're doing is is great i i for one really enjoy like going to get my groceries at 
at Giant and walking down the beer aisle and going, oh, hey, heliocentric. Let me grab yeah. this one. Right before the pandemic, um, what I would do is I would wait for Kunda to drop their like picture yep. posts mm-hmm. to see your new trail there. And, you know, I would talk, I would talk at nauseum with like the guy about new trail. Cause he saw what I was picking up when I was there and it was yeah. like supporting a small business like that was, you know, really cool. Like, you know, leading up to the pandemic, you know, I'm working from home. I'm not in my office down there. I miss, I miss Kunda. I actually sometimes yeah. have to make some road trips down there just to see what they have. And they are one of the best distributors in the area. Oh, totally. hundred years, baby. I agree. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I remember I made the first sales call to Kunda and they're like, who the fuck are you? And I'm like, well, this is who I am. But like also drink the beer, you'll like it. It is It is also <laughs> cool seeing like all these uh, distributors around kind of embrace the uh, the craft beer stuff, you know? Like, yeah. Um, you getting know, more knowledgeable staff yeah. to talk about beer and stuff. And it's not just, you oh, know, yeah. you're going in there, grabbing a case and you're rolling out. People are like, they're they're hiring people to like, I guess, quote, consult. Yeah. Uh, yeah, nice. I, I remember like, uh, so my local distributor is Frank A. Smith in Pottstown. And uh, yep. and I remember they put a, a whole additional room in their distributor and it's all just craft beer and they have growler pours. And I was like, holy shit, like, is they, it, yeah. this is a thing now. We don't have to worry about. Uh, They've been in the craft beer game a long time, too. I yeah, I don't have to worry about. Uh, was a consultant there. I don't have to. Uh, I don't have to worry if InBev's going to try and uh, take shelf space from a. Uh, Another another one of my favorite craft places. Yeah. <laughs> They're gonna come out with a uh, Bud Select Platinum Diamond uh gold Seltzer. shavings. Yeah. Yeah, in my um in my early days in my in my career, I worked at a six pack shop. I worked at Mary's six pack in Reading. I don't know if you've ever been there. No. Oh no, I've never but heard of it. No, she in Reading, she was like the first person to have like a really expansive um, craft selection. It was a bottle shop. I think at the time there was like 500 different beers or something like that was being. And I remember she hired me because I was working at Rock Bottom at the time. She's like, well, you know about craft beer. You can talk to all these nerds that walk in about it. And be like, <laughs> sure enough, it's just guys, you know, I was talking to nerds about craft beer, you know, Bell's Too Hearted and Hop Slam and stuff yeah. like that. And then, you know, she was paying the bills on, on tall boys, you know, buck 25 for, for, you know, whatever malt liquor was in a tall boy can. So <laughs> a lot of that too. All right. Let's, uh, let's wrap up this beer and we can get into yeah. final questions. thoughts on uh broken heels there, Thomas. Yeah. It got, um, it got a little bit more enjoyable as it got, um, closer to room temp. Um, huge change in the mouthfeel came a little, became a, like a little more, uh, softer almost creamy yeah um i love the um the bitterness on it um it's not like overwhelming but it's almost it's just like the right amount of bitterness that i want in my hazy ipas and you know we've talked about i'm not the biggest hazy kind of ipa guy um i feel like they've gotten a little bit pigeonholed into being juicy uh, it has to have extra citra and it has to taste like pineapple juice. And Yeah. I mean, um, you weren't like st- from the start, the most IPA guy right. either. So, um, but this is, it's super enjoyable. I love the bitterness. Um, it, it with just like that nice little kick of citra in there. Um, yeah, overall super crushable. Yeah, I agree. Um, the balance, I guess the word is balance with yeah, this. Well beer. balanced. Um, 
I agree with uh, your sentiment. Uh, the oats and the Pilsner malt got a lot softer as it you know got more to room temperature. Uh, love the tropical notes. Um, it did fade a little bit more to the bitterness, which I look for as it got warmer too. So got a nice little bitter kind of taste as it got more to room temperature. Uh, this beer was awesome. Uh, well-balanced is probably the best way you would put it. This is what you want in a core beer that you're distributing at that volume too. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, cheers to that. Brewed a great beer. Um, let's uh, let's get into our next beer because we're we're going three beers this episode. We are. I just want to say, like, um, Mike's dedication on finishing Broken Heels before we got to the next one was great. He just like, you know, chugged the can as we're talking about the beer. <laughs> I just like looked up and he's just like can deep into it. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> I can uh, be a slow drinker at times. I'm like, oh boy, better catch up. <laughs> yeah, after my Mondays, yeah, I'm like, my, I'm my not a slow drinker. My big note about Broken Heels is actually the where the name come for, comes from. I, actually, I really yeah, tell me it. about that. I didn't get to plug that. So it's not about heels, like the clickety-clack things that, that w- women wear that break, which a lot of people think it is. It's um, named for my business partner, my other business partner, who I haven't really spoken a lot about in this episode, but uh, Charles... Um, broke both of his heels right before we opened the brewery. It was like he was supposed to go to Oktoberfest as like a market research trip and a tax um, write off. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? He's he is our finance guy, so who knows what he was doing over there. <laughs> Stopping at a Swiss bank along the way, maybe. <laughs> it's very hard uh, to break a heel, so I don't know what kind of crowd he got mixed yeah, up so in. <laughs> yes, yeah, so Charles is a big guy. He's you know he's he's a solid six three or six four. You know he's he's stocky. All right, he's know. putting a lot of gravity on them heels. He's putting a, <laughs> putting a lot of gravity on them. But he was um, like the day before he was supposed to leave for Oktoberfest, he went into one of the restaurants and he ended up uh, having a slip and fall over a ledge near a stairwell. And he, you know, went straight down on both of his heels oh. and, and I think he shattered one. And then the other one was fractured or something like that. So oh, as an, Oh, man. <laughs> as an homage to him we we named the the beer broken heels and it's the funniest thing because everything that they name after charles and every business that they've ever had is always the number one selling item you know they have a they have a pizza restaurant and there's um the charles pizza and that's the number one selling pizza and then the chuck burger at their burger joint is the number one selling oh, so he's like the golden goose whatever you name that <laughs> just turns to gold yeah. Yeah. <laughs> do you guys like retire his like uniform up into the rafters at new trail just as broken heels <laughs> on the back of it with like a number <laughs> or retire him into the rafters someday <laughs> it's like broken heels into number two for both of them <laughs> yeah All he right. just he just like dislocated his knee skiing yesterday or oh, the other the day before. Yeah. Sit yeah. down, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think his wife's going to kill him before I am. So, Oh my God. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. You need to stay off your feet, man. <laughs> yeah. You need, you need to like take all these snow related ones and just do like an apris <laughs> ski like IPA where it's just like after yeah. the skiing, you know, you know, when yeah. you're done and you're not doing it anymore for the rest Lots of your life. Really, that's actually a really good name. I'm going to write that one down for <laughs> apris ski for next year. <laughs> yeah. If, uh, if you guys end up doing that, just, um, I like man, just reach out to me. All right. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll let you have a little bit. <laughs> go, you go, uh, go high ABV. I'm not just, looking for anything, just, you know, a little tag. Yeah. Go high <laughs> ABV called a uh, Lodge Beer. Oh, there you go. Ah, uh, yeah. 
All right, let's get into this uh, this next beer. We're gonna crack right, into. I'm gonna the grab it. You want to? Uh, yeah, we're gonna go into the expedition pack, guys. Yeah. So uh, this is from, I believe it's from, yeah, expedition pack number one. Um, so, really excited about this one. Yeah. So this is, uh, well, you know, we're trying to get the, these folks on the podcast here. Yeah. Um, for- this was actually a good foreshadowing beer for us. So. Yeah. We're we're things are in the works. Things uh, are in the works. So we're gonna be doing uh, Horizon. Uh, by New Trail Brewing Company in collaboration with Human Robot uh, out of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, um, guys, again, if you want to follow along with what we're drinking and what we drank in the past, you can uh, follow us on Untapped at Best Best Friends Pod. That's at Best Best Friends P-O-D. For the very first time. time. I think I can fly. When do you think the last time Chuck thought that was? He felt so alive that yeah. he thought he could fly. Not after probably, he's probably the last time dislocating he- his kneecap. Oh, Charles, geez, <laughs> I, it had to have been. Yeah, I mean, I was clearly pr- he I was felt probably like he going off of that jump. <laughs> yeah. You think he was going off a jump when he did that? He was like, <laughs> I just think reliving his like ski days. He's like, you know what? I'm yeah. just, I'm just gonna huck one off of this. I'm just you gonna know, send he it. My, he is my oldest partner. I think he just turned Yard fifty-one. Sale. So. <laughs> All right, oh, let's, uh, let's crack in these bad boys. We're going to, oh, uh, I guess, Dan, you should probably tell us about this beer first. Oh, yeah. We're going to that. I'll go into it. So this one is, uh, uh, this one's a great beer, and I just have a lot of background because I'm the one who gets the expedition packs for this. So, <laughs> <laughs> so this one here is Horizon by New Trail in collaboration with Human Robot. Uh, this is a dry hopped Pilsner brewed with the cyborg friends at Human Robot, brewed with German Pilsner malts, perspectively hopped with Mandarina Bavaria, Holotal, and Tetnang. Is that Tetnang, right? Yeah, yeah. I got that one right. Tetnang. Hmm? Expect crisp, bready notes backed by hop spice and light effervescent citrus. Embark on your expedition. Not one time did they mention quaffable in this one, so no. I don't know. I don't know. This might affect no, my untapped rating. He went effervescent, though. I, effervescent. I, that's, Effervescent's yeah. the word that I used in that's this an one. S- so. That's an SAT. SAT word. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, nice. I generally try to I try to slip one in on, on most things that I write, so. <laughs> uh, I love it. All right, so let's uh let's get cracking on these bits. Let's get boys. quaffing. All right. One, two, three. All right. I'm crack boys. Super excited about this one. Um, I'm a I'm a pilsner and you had guy. you had your chance to shake up the beer while I was on the <laughs> podcast. You got one more. You got one more. You could have done. He would he would he would have never known. I know. We've got one more. Don't worry. He's he's gonna. I didn't want to ruin this because Tom is a uh, he's a crispy boy. He enjoys his pilsners. I feel like he would have um, had a mental breakdown if I ruined this beer for him. And that man, me too. Though I love I love pilsner. But give me a, give me a, a clear pilsner. beer. Yeah, give me a clear beer and I'll be happy. All right, um, boys. Cheers, Slancha. Cheers, sir. Cheers. That's really nice. Yeah, for uh, for this first pack, I out of all the beers I had, I think this was the one that I would really searched after when the first one came out. Yeah, only because Human Robot is in a kind of an awkward position for me, at, I guess as well as you to kind of acquire too. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a little bit out of our way, so. Out of your way. It's out of my way. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, definitely. I think one thing that um, 
I think is the best part about the expedition packs is making beers that aren't that accessible to people, um, accessible through your distribution ties and stuff like that. Yep. Yeah. And that, that was definitely a lot of the idea behind it too. And we, we generally try to highlight, um, a lot of our friends that don't necessarily have the same sort of footprint that we have. Um, you know, like in the, so the next pack, I guess I can leak some information. Um, the March pack is Sterling pig, uh, with the Schwartz beer. It's Levante with a hazy single evergreen with a hazy double and voodoo with a German chocolate cake inspired Imperial stout. Very oh, cool. Wow. Yeah. Evergreen. The, nice. The next pack, the April pack is old thunder. They're a new brewery out of Pittsburgh. I don't know if you guys have heard about them yet, but they're making huge waves. Yes. I believe I, I think breweries and PA covered them. I think they, uh, they, they might have as a new brewery. It's a, it's an old friend of mine, Robbie, he used to be, um, he was like an early brewer for uh brew gentleman. Okay. Oh, okay. And then attic. Have you guys been to attic yet? Yeah, we yeah, have, we've we, had Attic on yeah, the uh, podcast. Yeah. We had Laura. Who was on the podcast? Laura. Yeah, we had we had uh, Laura and uh, and her husband. Yeah, uh, Todd. Todd. Yeah, Laura and Todd. Todd on. Yeah, Laura and Todd. Yeah, they're they're great people. And they're so we're doing their beer. I, before, I, sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, but I, I no, feel like okay. we can't we can't stress this enough. And I feel like whenever we tell people about Attic, they're like, "Where? Who? Yeah, it, their beer is so legit." It like, yeah, it, it's so good. If you can get down to Germantown, go to Attic. Their their spot yeah. is awesome, and their beer is fantastic. So their brewer Bogdan, yeah, from, yes. he he brewed at North Coast, which I, he brewed at North Coast. He brewed at Trillium. He brewed at Trogues. Like he's he's really accomplished. Yeah, so. I I went and picked up the beer from there, and uh, and Laura was kind of showing me around, and she was like, "Oh yeah, this is our brewer Brog." Uh, Bogdan, Brogdon, and he was yeah, like, uh, she was like, yeah, he, you know, he's brewed at North Coast, and my favorite beer of all time is Old Rasputin, and I was like, oh for sure, Great I beer. was like, like shaking, like, oh, don't ask him, don't ask him, like, don't ask I wanted him to like it. nerd out and be like, what was it like brewing? Old We're Rasputin? not worthy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, he, he's a super sweet guy. Um, so what style are you doing with uh with Attic? On American IPA. Okay. Oh, very cool. And then uh, Hidden River is coming in. Oh. We're doing a hazy Hidden River. Yeah. yeah. yeah okay. Uh, we're doing a hazy double with them. And then the big one that I'm really excited about, and not that I'm not excited about the other other three, because I, I very much am, but um, Trogues is going to be the fourth oh. brewery in the in the pack. Oh, and we're that's doing, very cool. We're doing a modern barley wine with them. Wow. So, Okay. Yeah. So are you brewing with John? Yeah. Yeah. John and I talk, I'd say it's probably once every other month or so since the brewery's opened. I've just, I somehow lucked into his contact information and been like, please be my friend. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> I just you. spend like nights together, just texting each other. Like, what are you up to? <laughs> what are you up to? I think no, you say yeah. it first. <laughs> I think I'm, I'm in that phase now. Cause I keep messaging him like, come on our podcast, please. <laughs> please John. John. Yeah. Uh, I, I found it. Nice I, I found his personal Instagram and I was like, please come on. Hello. 
yeah. <laughs> Hi, please. Just sliding into yeah. DMs yeah. constantly. It's kind of like how we were like sliding into new trails. It's funny funny you mentioned his Instagram. I think that's how he like followed the page and he sent a message. And I was like in the back of the car driving home from Erie from a fest. And it was like Erie beers on the bear or something like that. I'm like hungover as fuck. And I'm in the back seat. My business partner's in the front. Our sales guy at the time was sitting next to him. I was like, holy shit, holy shit, John Trogner just messaged our, our Instagram feed. <laughs> I think I, I can't blame you because I think that's how I would react. I think that's how I reacted with how fast that Mike got back to us with my new trail email that I sent out where I sent (laughs) out our, our, our little template that we send out to everybody for our email. (laughs) And like, we were just sitting here having a beer after an episode. I'm like, I'm just going to send this email out to Mike. It's probably going to take him a while to get back to us. And we got the little like ping on all of our phones because yeah. we all get the notifications like bing. We, yeah, we just got, we just <laughs> got done chopping it up with Brothers Kirshner. And- yeah. We're like, what? Very nice, guys. Yeah. Um, let's, uh, let's, yeah, I don't, you must have caught me in a good mood. So. <laughs> or ED yeah, just got you got you as you're leaving a shift or something. I fucking hate this, so I know. <laughs> He's like, I'm having the worst time with you guys I'm right now. The worst time. This is awful. <laughs> keep uh, drinking keep drinking that beer. Come on, man. <laughs> It'll get better. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna chug it right at the end after you guys beat me. So um <laughs> Oh yeah. So, uh, we, I guess another, uh, another new, uh, viewer here, dog, dog, bizzle 10, uh, Mike and, uh, Mike and new trails are the best thing to hit central PA in decades. So there you go. Big promo. Uh, I love when you get like a stereotypical Twitch name in there. Like we're like dog bizzle 10. (laughs) I like trying to pronounce names. Like it's like AOL screen names back in the day. (laughs) And I still use my AOL screen name. It's not like I'm I'm not AOL, but I still use like what it was as like usernames and stuff like that. Cause I'll never forget it. X corn fan 69 (laughs) X. Um, all right, let's talk about this beer. Um, so it, for me, this is kind of almost exactly what I was expecting as far as a, a dry hop Pilsner from uh, you guys and and uh, human robot, you know, just coming off uh, what I just had. Um, <laughs> what? I, sorry, uh, beer photo said his uh, his AOL screen name was chronic bubonic. Oh, you need to hold on whoever whoever that is chronic bubonic I'm yeah. <laughs> hold on to the royalties on that one yeah, really. <laughs> use that for bubonic. everything <laughs> it's all appropriate now too yeah. yeah um i feel like outcast is gonna reach out to you for the royalties on that yeah right <laughs> um so um yeah so we uh i'm a i, I just came into not, a couple months ago uh the lazy river pills Oh yeah. That, I mean, that was, uh, it, it was a killer Pilsner. Um, yeah, we, we actually won the, um, gold medal at uh, GABF two years ago for that. Which that's, that's, I mean, that's a huge accomplishment. It was a I mean, huge, that, it was a huge moment in my career. Like I, I have a few medals from GABF, but I think I'm most proud of the Pilsner. That's, medals. I mean, Just, like, yeah, that's, it, that's like Pilsner for brewers is like, it it's it's it yeah no big deal i had the lazy river pills on the lazy river so you know no big deal <laughs> you know, <laughs> i've never had are you talking about like a 
like a tube floating lazy river or oh well yeah i mean kayak floating yeah everybody else oh, okay. was like yeah. trying to do I work mean, I, fly fishing I, float, I, I, I kayak a bunch too I, I float with lazy river as well but i've really been wanting to have it on like one of those like shitty like amusement like oh circular. yeah it's going around the resort oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. absolutely <laughs> where it's like 60 percent chlorinated water 40 percent piss like yeah. that's what I really. You just want to take it down a log flume. Where you float, you, you float by <laughs> just the jam a key at the jam a key at the top of it and just yeah. just shotgun it the whole way down. They, it's yeah. where, you, where you float by and the, you see the lifeguard. He just kind of realizes he's like, "Sir, is that a beer? Like, Fuck you!" Or is that teenager that doesn't care who's texting the whole time yeah. while he's being a lifeguard? Yeah, there's that too. Either way, they have a just a nice little spot of zinc on their nose. Yeah, um, yeah right. But yeah, this, this is. Um, Killer pills. Um, and going back to that, goddamn, congratulations on winning a GABF on pills. That's like, that's unheard of. I, I, that's got to be a super. And it was, it was super cool. It was, I, I mean, and we were out there like we, it was, it was Charles's 50th birthday. So it was like, we're like, all right, we're going to go to GABF and celebrate your birthday and get drunk and definitely not smoke weed. <laughs> and um and have a good time we don't know like, what you're oh, talking yeah, about like, we'll, we'll, we'll submit some beers and, and see how we do and it was a huge moment yeah i, I mean that, that's it that might be the most impressive thing i've heard on the podcast I oh mean, definitely that, i mean it's great hearing crazy. when like breweries like you know you mentioned attic before you know getting that silver medal just on a whim within oh, their first sure. year yeah first year like as eight a brewery. months eight months <laughs> yeah eight months yeah no, I actually, I was um, the consultant for Attic, so I, I helped them design and build out their space. So I've, I've known Laura and Todd and, and Bogdan in the project for a long time. I was super excited to hear that when they won. So Yeah, that's awesome. And man, congratulations on that because that, that space is, that might be one that's of cool. the best spaces yeah. I've been in. It's yeah. so cool. Like I can't wait I rigged, for... I rigged all the tanks in there, man. It was a son of a bitch. <laughs> down, <laughs> Did you do it? Oh, down in the, down the shoot yeah, there? Down the ramp in the dungeon, man. <laughs> it, it's so cool there, man. It's just, I can't I wait for like, things to like I remember, real. like Laura was like super like, Laura was Laura, right? She was like, I'm going to do this. This is going to happen. Yeah. It's going to be, this is going to be the spot. I remember walking in. I was like, I see it. This is great. Yeah. Like, She's like, you get it? I was like, absolutely. This is fucking awesome. Like, yeah. you should do that. And it, she was one of the, she was one of the ones like when I go and pick up beer, it's usually like, oh yeah, here's you know, I put this beer aside for you, or you know, oh we'll talk about which beers we want to do. And she was like, let me show you around everywhere. Yeah, yeah. please. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm, 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 work. I'm. I yeah, I love that reaction though when we like go pick up beers and we're just. Yeah, we just kind of casually mention it. Like half the time when I go pick up beers, I'm just, I go up there. I say, this is my order. This is my name. See you later. Sometimes they're like, oh, you're the podcast dude. And then they just like want to talk about beer. And it's so cool to like, yeah, have that kind of like, um, like they're such a good host mentality because I feel like craft beer wants that so bad during Mm -hmm. the pandemic because they want that, like the brewery interactions and they miss that. And I feel like, we're trying to do that for them. Yeah. Hey, we just want to be like those guys who just come to the brewery and like talk about beer. Yeah. Let me, let me nerd out for a little yeah, while. Yeah. Let me nerd out real yeah, hard. Yeah. <laughs> that happens to me all the time. I'll be the, you know, I'll be behind the bar because I bartend every once in a while at, at our tasting room and somebody will come up and be like, I heard the guy from tired hands, like, built this space is that true i'm like yeah it's actually me and they're like holy shit no it's not <laughs> like, the same sort of reaction you had with bogdan like 
like shaking about old Rasputin. Like I see them like they're like grown ass man, like shaking. Like, <laughs> We're like, not just, worthy. <laughs> I'm just a guy, man. Like I'm just a guy. Just a guy. <laughs> All right. Um, but yeah, th- so man, thoughts on this beer? Cause I'm, I'm motoring through it. Well, I, Dan yeah, and I both are we like, usually don't have 12 ounce beers on the uh, show. So, but th- this is, I, I'm cooking through this. This is delicious. Um, yeah, I thought I got a second, I got a second Pilsner behind this. So, um, so, you know, uh, beer photos brought up, uh, a great, uh, point. The, the like spicy citrus in it. Um, it just has that little bit of spice to it. Um, I get citrus up front. It's very reminiscent of uh, my one of my favorite beers from last year, the uh, prayer group from Tired Hands. Uh, the Foder. Yeah the uh, the lemon their uh, lemon lager. They're Can't say I have it. I've had it. So it was a barrel aged lager with lemon. It was just ridiculous. I think what you would expect from Tired Hands. Yeah. yeah. I think with this one, um, the real winner for me is the finish on it. Um, Mm -hmm. like there is a good, like there's a good dry hopping in the beginning. It's not too overpowering, which like is nice. Like it really holds true to like, like it's just a slight dry hop. It's like a true Pilsner almost to me when I drink it. It's not just like that, that fresh, like even keel, uh, crisp Pilsner. Mm -hmm. That's like front to back. You're getting what you're getting. Yeah. This has just like that nice earthiness at the end. It's just like that added like undertone to it, which is really, really nice. Yeah. You did a good job. And did, um, with all these expedition packs, do they come to you for the brew day? Is everything kind of done up there for you? Yeah. Guys? I mean, we, we are the ones that are brewing it and packaging it. So yeah. ultimately it's up to the collaborator on whether or not they're comfortable to come up. Got okay. it because of the, the um, virus, you know, at any given time, any of these guys could have a COVID outbreak within oh, yeah. their own staff or whatever. So we always sort of just leave it up to like, you're welcome to come up. You're welcome to give us a call. You know, we can do it remotely, whatever, but you're, you're also welcome to come up and hang out too. We can do the whole social distance thing. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, you guys, I feel like you guys put out like, I feel like a, a volume that is just crazy. Like every week, I feel like there's just a new trail post of, Hey, here's six beers that we're re- releasing this week. And it's all different, you know, different styles. And how do you, how is do you, not, not all just hazy IPA? What's that? <laughs> I'm just making a joke. <laughs> um, no, it, it's just uh, like, how do you keep up with that kind of volume? Uh, it's a, it's a lot of work, a lot of work. You know, we have a really hardworking team, um, um, men and women that, that, you know, dedicate their time to help us make our dream come true. So just a lot of scheduling and a lot of organized chaos. Yeah. Especially with like these expedition packs, because that's a it's lot like of hurting fucking cats. <laughs> <laughs> it's insane it's like because like you said, you're doing these, you're, yeah. you know, you're doing these monthly where it's, you know, you're reserving yeah. for areas where, you know, it's these collabs going. It's just, that's all it is. And yeah, no, it's like, it's like hurting cats. Like, <laughs> you know, 
to to put it like in perspective, right? Like a lager is going to take four to five weeks. Um, I am brewing the lager for the next month's expedition pack before the next expedition. The last expedition pack is packaged. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah like, especially with like the uh, yeah. And then there's like lead times, you know, like labels are quick league time. I can get those within like two weeks, but the boxes take me seven to nine weeks to get. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. wow. So that's crazy lead time. Yeah. Yeah. So like I'm, I'm about to make phone calls for like June. So <laughs> <laughs> I got, yeah, I, I, like, I booked, I booked up March in or February in December and I was like real happy about that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, so you are, you have a, your like consulting business. Do you still do your consulting business? The MLJ consulting? MJL. Yeah. It's sort of, yeah, it's MJL is my name. Michael yeah. James LaRosa. Um, I do it on the side. I have less and less time for it. I'll say neutral certainly takes up the uh, vast majority of my waking and sleeping hours. So. <laughs> yeah. That's why I, the reason I asked was I, I saw that, you know, that you were doing that and I was like, Oh man, there's no way he could possibly be doing this now with everything. No, else. I mean, like, when we, when we were in our first year of operation, I was pretty much able to maintain, you know, 40 hours a week um, with new trail, 30 to 40 hours a week with new trail. And I was doing, you know, 10 to 20 hours a week, sometimes 40 doing my consulting and, um, I can't do that anymore. So I, I consult, <laughs> I consult for the projects that I want to consult for, you know, if it, if it works into my time, would but you say you're getting point, too old for that shit? I'm not getting <laughs> old for it. Neutral just takes up way more and more and more of my time. So. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a good problem to have, right? Yeah. But problems are still problems. Everybody's <laughs> like, it's a good problem. I was like, yeah, but problems are still fucking problems. <laughs> like, <laughs> It's it's everybody on the outside yeah. always says that. Hey, sounds like a yeah. good problem to have. Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's the inner dad in me. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. So uh, I know this question was asked um, and, and I'm, I'm stealing a little bit from uh brews and PA here. Um, you kind of have your, your finger on the pulse of what's going on with uh, in, in like craft beer. Um, what's, what do you think the trend is going to be for 2021? 2021 so like 2020 i mean it was it was he- i feel like it was heavy hazy ipa um and a real big i felt like a real big trend to pop up in 2020 was that heavily fruited Several, yeah the the schmooji yeah. for for lack of a better word for yeah. it um i don't know i mean brewers have always been telling me pilsner is making a comeback and I want to believe that, but that's not going to happen. Um, I'm trying to believe it. I think we're, I think we, we both, all want it. We all, yeah. we all want, we all want to believe <laughs> yeah. we're, we're all believers that yeah, it's, it's like the, you know, it's like, it's the hero. It's not the hero we deserve, but it's the hero we need. Like, <laughs> Cause after drinking fucking 12 ounces of puree, you certainly don't deserve to drink a Pilsner. <laughs> <laughs> You should, I don't know you if you just buy, I don't you know if you can fully experience one. And really, yeah. the uh, just buy a blender and an Everclear vodka would be a more more effective ingestion system. But sometimes people um, like mini kegs of them. I don't know. 
Um, I don't know. I, you know, I, I really, I really hope like for me, I'm really excited about American IPA right now, like West coast IPA. I yeah. really hope that that's going to mix a, mix a comeback. I mean, it's one of the, I say it makes a comeback. It's like the largest style in craft beer, but I really hope that like that becomes what the nerds are after what the, what the consumer wants is like very clean, crisp IPA. Um, I'm hoping I've been to. Reading, That's what I've been reading on. a lot about this cold IPA, which is essentially like sort of like an IPL, but it's not. Yeah. So these hoppy lagers, I'm I'm hearing. I, we, I heard yeah. a little bit of whispers with Brothers Kirshner is doing one with uh, a local place near us called Rebel Hill, and they're oh, cool. they're doing like a hoppy lager coming up, and I feel like that was one kind of um, I guess kind of. I guess little thing that said like, Hey, maybe loggers are coming back for 2021. Like usually it's like a collab. You're, you're thinking, Oh, it's going to be a, you know, a hazy IPA. You know, they sell really well. It's, you know, it's getting two breweries together for a good, like a high selling beer. And you see two breweries get together for like a hoppy lager. And it just, it gives you, it gives you hope that yeah. that's oh, going to yeah. be, that's going to be a thing. No. I, I think that, and I think that's something that might help that style kind of take off a little bit more as far as the, uh, you know, you get the hazy IPA drinkers or the IPA drinkers of the world. And yeah, it's like, you know, here, try something a little bit, a little different. I'm an IPA drinker though. I've hit every iteration. You're a little bit different. You know, there, there are, you're, you're a fan of IPAs, but the old guard, you're adventurous. (laughs) You get people on certain message boards that are like, it's hazy IPA or everything else is gross. <laughs> and it's like, come on, man, respect the process a little bit. Nah. No, at the same time, at the same time though, like drink what you like, like, you yeah, know, yeah, drink I'm, what I'm, you like, I'm, but I was, I was just busting on smoogies a second ago, but like ultimately, like if you're not enjoying what you want in life, like what's the point? Like if that's what you like, it's what you like, drink it. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean I, it, at the end of the day, like, you know, beer was always a celebration beverage. It's always exactly. to celebrate, be happy, enjoy company and everything. But right. yeah, you know, if your enjoyment is losing a foot to diabetes with a smoothie, <laughs> then Hey, you know, diabetes. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, if you're just really down in the dumps and really hating on yourself, by all means, the you only thing have a heavily spurted sour. Yeah, I don't the, know. And the only thing that could cheer you up is malt liquor poured into a naked smoothie that you got from Wawa. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you know, what's, you know, what's really good. Uh, if you're, if you're in the mood for, um, a heavily fruited sour, um, but you don't hate yourself that much. Yeah. Um, you know, have a heliocentric man. It's a, it's, it's tart. It's, it's fruity. It's, it's delicious. Uh, it stays true to form. It's actually a beer. I think, um, I think Dan said it, um, pretty well early. Like we were talking about, it might've been Tom, but, um, we were talking about balance with broken heels. Yeah. Like the idea behind heliocentric was to, to make a tart ale that also tasted like fruit. You know, it was the idea, it was taking what was, you know, or what was becoming popular with these heavily fruited sour ales and saying like, no, like let's still make a beer flavored beer, but also okay. make it taste like fruit. Oh, no, I agree. I regret every single heliocentric I crack for my wife because I usually get like a single for her and I'm like, here you go. And I give her a little sour in summer and then she goes, taste this. You're going to love this. And I go, oh, I'm so glad I got this for you. (laughs) I just happened to grab that heliocentric, uh, the Blackberry, um, when I, uh, was, uh, I I was just grabbing some other ones and it was the only new trail that was available uh, at that location. And I was like, 
well, I got to grab, I promised some people new trail. So I'm going to grab this. And when I took it home and I, I cracked it and it was a nice, it was actually beer. It was carbonated. It was, you know, somewhat clear. Um, it, it was, yeah, I mean, that, it was that amazing. Was it, it's, it's became, it's become honestly, one of my favorite honestly, new trail like series. It is a, it's a gateway beer. Like yeah, it's that. certainly like a like I sort of like the idea of drinking something that's a little bit more flavorful, but it's super approachable, and it it meets both sort of guys like yourself that are really into craft beer, that are really into you know finding new flavors, but also people that are just like, oh my god, I can taste the blackberry, like this yeah. is perfect, and it's purple and it's pretty, and I can take an Instagram photo of it, like <laughs> that that also. Yeah, no, um, it's great. Um, yeah, it's, it, for me, it's a great like palate cleanser. Like, uh, you know, if, yeah, I'm, sure. if I don't feel like having a beer, but I want a little bit of booze in there and I don't feel like making yeah. myself a gin and tonic, I'll, I'll, I'll have a nice, uh, heliocentric, like the, the tropical one that came out a couple months ago was a fucking crunch, fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Love brewing it. tropical mimosa this week, so that'll Ooh. be tangerine, pineapple, and mango. So Ooh, I will be keeping my eye out for that in the uh, the beer section of Giant. There you go. Yeah. Um, well, if you guys will excuse me, I have to hit the loo. Yeah, so I'll be yeah. Right back. Yeah, go. Um, Dan and I are going to talk a little bit about the uh, the the beer here, and, uh, and fair enough. I'll almost, be right back. Yeah, guys. Yeah. Go go do your thing. Um, so. So all these people who are actually here to listen to Mike have to listen. to <laughs> Yeah. Beer photo. Uh, marshmallow doesn't belong anywhere in any beer. Um, don't I knew you were going to hit the chat now. You're man, like, this is a good time to answer yeah, and address. This is, this is uh, uh, Tom's got a hill to die on right now and he's ready <laughs> for it. All this mallow talk and I hate it, man. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I'm not a, I, I, I'm not a big adjunct guy. It's just, I feel like as a podcast, we're not a, we're not huge adjunct people. No, um, I would you'll, agree. You'll venture out and, and grab like a, a, a dessert IPA or, you know, you'll, if it, if it piques my interest, yeah. I will, you know, I'll grab it. But that goes with what Mike was saying. You know, if you enjoy it, drink it. I, I feel like that's how craft beer is. Um, that's how beer yeah. is in general. De- definitely. If you enjoy it, drink it. But um, if you're drinking anything with marshmallow in it, you know, if you enjoy it, drink it, but also feel bad about it because you're, you're making God cry. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, don't, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, you know, we're, we're, we've, we've, we've the still mallow. Done, the yeah, ma- are you the talking mallow. about the mallow? Tom? Talking about the mallow. Um, and I, I feel like, and like people on Instagram are also putting like the apostrophe mallow too. Like they're shorthanding it. Like <laughs> it's like, or like apostrophe mallow. <laughs> yeah, no. So, um, if it's if it's just marshmallow flavoring added, that's even worse. Like I would say, going, like I get that, but people are like, "Oh, it just it adds to the mouthfeel." I was like, "False, false." <laughs> These are false statements. That's like saying They're like it makes it creamier. I was like, "Nah, it's probably the it's probably the Bilsner and the oats and the wheat that they yeah, put no, in." No, those are the same end. people that say that haze adds flavor. Oh like, yeah, it adds <laughs> so much flavor. The haze flavor. I take man. a bath. I take a bath in haze. Yeah, baby. Um. Yeah. I, I mean. For I, I guess we've we've gained some newer listeners and and viewers. Yeah, thanks everybody in the chat who gave us a follow. Really appreciate it. Yeah, I'm glad you guys interacting. This is a lot of fun. 
uh, especially addressing your questions and yeah. stuff because, you know, sometimes we just run out of questions. So, you know, we improvise. Yeah. We, I mean, we're all about that. Um, Dan and I are just not, we're not huge adjunct guys. Uh, I, I think for the most part, we had our, our day with trying the, the adjunct laden beers and, um, you know, especially for me, I'm not a big double IPA with, you know, mallow and, yeah, fruit and all that junk in it, and I'm not a huge pastry style. I'm a I'm an old craft beer curmudgeon. I, I like. Oh yeah, I've got a I've got a stack of West Coast IPAs that I just squirrel yeah. away as like you know I have those beers that I try and I go yeah that's pretty cool. I'm gonna go back to this West Coast. <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, but I mean what what I I was you know the beauty of technology is that I got to listen to you guys while I was peeing because I've got AirPods. <laughs> oh shit! I'm so glad we weren't talking trash on them the whole time. <laughs> yeah, I was really hoping for it. Um, yeah, I mean I think the the beauty in craft brewing is the freedom to really do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. Yeah. So like if, you know, like, you know, I said earlier, if it makes you happy to drink, you know, fruit puree with booze in it, good on you. If you like drinking crispy boy lagers, that's great too. But the same goes for brewing in itself. Right. I mean, if it's, you know, it's an expression of what you're trying to do, whether it's, for the betterment of craft beer or if it's a joke, you know, yeah, it's still I mean, expression. For, for me at some point I'm like, you know, it's it, sometimes brewers should ask themselves. It's not, can we do it? It's should we do it? You know, <laughs> the, really old, a, the old Jurassic park uh, yeah. paradigm as we call it. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, did I, did I need to emulsify like a million leprechauns and put it into an IPA? <laughs> no, but I did. I did. Like, did I? Did I need to go to Wegmans and get the uh, the case of expiring fruit and just dump it into <laughs> into my tank and say, "Well, let's uh, you know, here, here's some milk sugar and here's some marshmallow and I don't know. We'll call it the the Party Punch IPA. Who can? Who knows? Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, still, there's still, I mean, that brewer. I don't know who specifically we're talking about, but the, that brewer was trying to achieve something. Right. You know, and then, yeah. I mean, I'm not, we, yeah, we're not talking about anyone in particular. Yeah. No one, just, yeah it was really a broad it statement. It just seemed like that was the, uh, okay. I'm going to miss that. The but. trend of 2020 was like, you know, how much, how many adjuncts can we I think put social into media it? also kind oh, of uh, yeah. contributed to that. Oh. People with their pictures, they're like, hey, we want like, you know, we want to put a, just a cup of Captain Crunch to advertise this new beer because oh, it yeah. tastes like Captain Crunch. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah. Um, all right. Let's, uh, well, I mean, and, and, oh, and with right, social media, I'll get up, you know, I'll stand on my, on my ivory tower as well. Like with social media in 2020 and the quarantine, like a lot of people have created their own realities, right? Like you're, you're, you're constructing the world that you live in when you're living in your own four walls and also the way that you can communicate through it is with a little screen. So yeah. I think that that and, sort of plays itself into into beer as well. Oh, yeah. And sometimes sometimes you you say this is the best lager I've ever had, but I don't want, want I don't like lagers. So here's a point five out of five. Oh, untapped. Yeah. Untapped. Speaking of untapped, you know, since we're going to go into another one of our uh, yeah. beers here soon. 
you know, we have started, I mean, we have always put all of our beers on untapped, but right now we use it as a little black book. Yeah. We list all of our beers from every episode. On we don't untapped. rate our, we don't rate our beers. We don't rate. We talk about it. Like, Hey, read the comments. We enjoyed it. It's going to be in there. We don't want to, affect- we enjoyed it. Three out of five. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. We don't want, we don't want to, we don't want to have that kind of effect on a, on a brewery. We, you know, we want people and we want people to try for themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Best, we, best stout I ever had, but I don't like stouts. 1.25. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We don't, we don't need that on, on our page. Uh, so, you know, give us a follow on untapped. It's at best, best friends pod. That's best, best friends, Tom P O D. Oh, P O D you say. We have a POD drop for every drop. And we have a POD soundboard. Yeah, we have a dedicated yeah. POD soundboard. Suck at every other podcast. <laughs> All right. Also let's rate us five stars on iTunes or Spotify or wherever else you get I or <laughs> yeah. podcasts. Five star party. Don't, don't don't rate the other things. Just just I mean, do you want us to do you, you do you do you like the rating no, system? No, on no, no, no. I mean, you want us to rate? Don't rate anybody, there, yeah. but but rate just, rate new trail beers. Okay, guys, we're uh, <laughs> we're, we're rethinking our business model. Um, at the end, we are all we're only going to tell you don't rate any other beers but new trail. <laughs> exactly, that's what I like to do. Five out of five, guys. <laughs> five star party, baby. <laughs> five star party for new trail. All right. Um, all right. So Dan, what, uh, what beer are we going to be drinking on this one? So we are kind of close out this episode with one. I think that you and I are both very excited for because, um, like we mentioned before, the expedition packs have offered us an opportunity to try breweries that one, we definitely want to feature on the podcast, but aren't readily like available for us in our area. Uh, so we are doing the hiker unhinged by new trail in collaboration with grist house. And they are a Pittsburgh uh, brewery. Oh, yeah. So. Chris House. And we hear nothing but great Super things high. about them. So we are very excited for this one. Uh, Super so, sweet people. Great, great beer. Yeah. I mean, this is the reason why I like, and it was just kind of like perfect timing of getting you booked. And then you guys started talking about expedition packs. I'm just blowing up Tom's phone. Like Tom, we're going to, we have to do these beers, <laughs> Tom, we have to do these beers. Yeah. It's so yeah. much to talk about. And so many other breweries to talk about at the same time. Yeah. Like I, I, I want to give you guys props for like just bringing breweries to us that, you know, we wanted to try, but just didn't, you know, didn't have the availability for it. Yeah. I mean, we're happy to do it. So, Let's get in. Let's get in this one. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I hiker unhinged is an hazy IPA brewed with our pals at grist house, heavy oats and light wheats hopped aggressively with Waidi, oh, Citra and Black African queen. Yeah. Expect bright tangerine, rich tropicals and ripe berries Embark on the expedition guys. One, two, two three. three. You know, I'm really sorry guys. I let you down. There's not a really big SAT word in this one. You know what? I was I'll, hoping this one was going to be quaffable, and you uh, failed me. You know what? I'll yeah. ex- I'll accept Waiti as a uh, <laughs> as a <laughs> as a one of those uh, SAT words. Yeah, wasn't that the guy who directed Thor Ragnarok? See, I thought that was I thought Waiti was where Black Panther was from. No, that's Wakanda. Oh, We're Wakanda. thinking of Taika Waititi. Oh yes, yeah, like, he did. Yeah, yeah he did. Right. Yeah, what we do in the shadows. Yeah. <laughs> Props. Is that a New Zealand hop, by the way? 
Whitey, it's New Zealand or Australian. I always mix it up because I know he's New Zealand too. So that like with his last name, like I was almost I was like trying to pronounce. I'm like maybe I'll get right. Yeah, it's, I just... New, it's New Zealand. Man, this is a beer that is built for the gram. Yeah. So yeah, I had this beer yesterday. I actually went through all four variations out of the expedition bag yesterday. I had a rough morning. <laughs> it was hard. It was hard on the bike, but yeah, it yeah. happens. Happens to the best of us. All right, right, guys. Boys. Cheers. 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 Straight out the can. I like this guy's style. Uh I was hoping he was going to shock. I work hard to put it in the can, so... I feel like that's a that's a common theme among the uh, the brewers. It's just straight from the can, straight from the can. Mm-hmm. I respect it, man. This is yeah. a um, it's a, it's a thick boy, but it does not drink like a thick boy. Yeah, it's got a very uh, well, like six and a half percent, six point three percent. Yeah, and it is um, it's very smooth. And again, props on the heavy mm-hmm. oats and light wheats on that. Nice tropical flavor to it. So Waiidi itself, the hop, I've used it a handful of times and I always get like really, really like deep citrus, like tangerine, citrus zest, candied orange, blah, blah, blah. But it must be the African queen because it's the first time I'd used it. Grist House really pushed us to use that hop in this one. It, it like really made it tropical. Yeah. So it has this tropical notes and something like my wife and I, I split a can yesterday and we were talking about, it's got almost like this like Riesling kind of sweet honey kind of taste to it. And that's a a really good descriptor. And, and I was, when I was tasting it because I was getting the tropical notes, but just with the smooth like mouthfeel and everything at the end, it was like taking like a teaspoon of honey almost like on like coating my palate. Hmm. I get it. I'm getting real heavy on that tangerine. Yeah. But it's like, it, I, I get that, that nice creaminess to it. Yeah. It's that aftertaste. Yeah. Like, it's super, super creamy. Yeah. It's yeah. like an orange creamsicle. Yeah. You know? it, it's like, it's like that nice, enjoyable, enjoyable citrus with a, a nice, subtle creaminess. Nice, great mouthfeel. That creamsicle from the old ice cream truck when it goes by hearing the music. Yeah. But it's not like, it's not heavy what you would think of. I mean, the way it looks like a, it looks like a milkshake IPA and it just it doesn't drink like one. Yeah. Looks heavy, but you know, drinks very, it's very clean. Um, especially with how creamy, like the aftertaste is, um, it kind of like washes the palate away a little bit. Like, so I feel like it's going to be heavy on the palate, but then I'm ready for like another sip. But then that's the hot bitterness too. Uh, that goes kind of along with what you were saying before. Uh, with your styles like you guys want to have those experiences with like you know creamy mouthfeel yeah. and stuff like that but keeping that bitterness in the ipa you know keeping absolutely. an ipa and ipa yeah the, uh, yeah absolutely i think the heavy oats definitely comes into play with this with the mouthfeel yeah i mean that's it, it, it's just man this is really really enjoyable it, it really takes me back to you know my next question here um <laughs> so uh I, this is I, I think this is where it all stems from here. Is, I laughed out loud when you put this on the <laughs> outline that you sent to me that these were talking points. Yeah. So um, my my question, my, my I guess one of my topics I put in here is uh, what is, what what do you think is the best beer that you brew and why is it flannel weather? <laughs> uh, so the best beer I brew why is it flannel weather? So what I will say about flannel weather, 
I don't know. I don't necessarily agree that flannel weather is the best beer that I brew, but uh, what's really interesting about flannel weather is that uh, I don't use a lot of New Zealand hops or Australian hops in other beers. So they're always very distinctive beers. There's two flannel weathers, right? There's flannel weather Nelson Sauvin in the red can and flannel weather uh, Motueka in the green can, which is coming out in like two weeks. So two weeks, two weeks, <laughs> I think. Let me pull up a, a calendar here. So I'm not speaking out of turn. I, I really wish I could, I could bring back the, uh, it's the going text. to wholesale on March 8th. So oh, I'll release it beautiful. in the tasting room on the 10th and you guys will see it in Philadelphia on the 15th. Cause oh. it'll, get shipped on the 12th so but the rest of the state it'll start hitting shelves on the 10th um slowly disseminate through the next week yeah i I really wish i could show you the text of the last time i i realized that flannel weather was out i was like as soon as i saw it i was like damn flannel weather i know you woke me up very early in the morning just sending running gifts to each other yeah, no, I, I I really I really love flannel weather. I don't know that it's the best beer that I brew. I really enjoy pills, Lazy River pills. I think that might be the best beer that we brew. I really like Sob. That's our American IPA that we brew all the time. Yeah, Moonlit, our Imperial Stout, is another favorite of mine. I, I really like. I love our core beers. I love the you know the one offs that we that we work on that we work really hard on, but. <laughs> A lot of thought and a lot of planning went into a lot of the beers that are in our essentials. And um, they sort of all have different meaning to me and they all have different parts of where I worked in them. Like it's sort of just like the, an embodiment of my career and a lot of the beers that we, that we consider our essentials. So that's great that you say that because uh, I was actually about to bring up Moonlit was that something, and I heard this as kind of like down the rumor mill as kind of like that guy who sat at your bar and was like talking about tired hands start, you know, was Moonlit mm-hmm. part of like something you did with tired hands? I heard like something down the rumor mill that Moonlit was like some of the, like a recipe or something that you did with tired hands. No, Before. no. Moon, Moonlit, uh, I'd say is more derivative of my time at Kane. I would oh, say. Okay. And than it is a tired hands. Tired hands didn't really brew a lot of dark beer when I was yeah, there. Yeah, that's why I, I thought it was interesting. And uh, thanks a lot, Kanda. Uh, I, think, I, think, <laughs> I, think, I, think I think Broken Heels is a little derivative of like Alien Church, but they're very ah, okay. two two very distinctively different. Yeah, beers. I was gonna say they're yeah they're they're, they're, very, they're very distinctively different. But I think that like Broken Heels and Alien Church are more similar than any of the other beers that that were staples that tired. Hands. I agree. That's why I wanted to like ask about it because like the guy yeah, I no, was like, like uh, so SOB is very derivative of my time at Kane with head high. Um, I spent a lot of time at rock bottom, obviously. And, and we made an amber ale, white ale, you know, a Kolsch, like, you know, a lot of this is very like things that I learned early in my career that, that I've, I've spent time and I went out and I did other things and it's my, my iteration of it, you know? Okay. So no, that's very cool that like, because you have that, that resume and being able to like, yeah. and it's, and it's cool that you, you know, you kind of like name drop too, because a lot, a lot of these people who are, you know, cause the new trail is so accessible. They love new trail. People are following you and people listening to this may not know about Sterling pig or may not know about some of these other places and are like, 
you know, they're going to search out these beers based on, you know, your experience and recommendations. Yeah, I mean, I can't say, I can't say enough nice things about Brian and Sterling pig. You know, you wouldn't have, none of you would have new trail without Brian. So he was very, very formative of my, in my brewing career. So, yeah. I mean, and if people, I, I would assume people don't know the background, uh, Mike was, and you get, you got an internship under Brian at rock bottom mm-hmm. and, and after what, two months, two months, I you, pestered him every day. Yeah. He begged him to be his uh, assistant every director assistant or brewer. assistant brewer. And, uh, yeah, I begged him, begged him every day that I was in. So, and that was how, how was that brewing at, uh, at rock bottom? Cause you're, you have the mall crowd, right? Yeah. So rock bottom, rock bottom was interesting. Like it had its local crowd, like it drew people in that weren't just like going to the mall to shop at whatever store. I mean, you had that. The, I had the, 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 I had the rock bottom loyalty card. <laughs> oh, did you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, like there was definitely people that came in from the mall to, mm-hmm. to eat and drink, but like our bar crowd, was a lot of regulars, a lot of locals, you know, but you had to have like those, those very approachable beers that, yeah, know, for the, sure. The, absolutely. The, the people that come in from the, and we're talking about the King of Prussia mall. It's like, it's the, I, the largest retail mall in America. Well, and rock bottom itself. I mean, rock bottom was one of the largest brew pub chains in America. It had like 50 or 75 oh, really? locations. Yeah. I was aware like that. of that. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. It's like Rock Bottom, Gordon Biersch. They're the same company. They're owned by, or they were, they went bankrupt, but um, they're owned by a company called Craftworks. And, and then oh, there's okay. BJ's Brewhouse. Yeah. And then I think Iron Hill actually is like number three in the country for that, most locations. Not surprising because, I mean, I feel like well, anymore. So, but I mean, it's a huge difference, yeah. right? From oh, yeah. Rock Bottom, Rock Bottom and, uh, and Gordon Beersh with like 50 to 75 locations each mm-hmm. BJ's has like 40 to 60 locations and then Iron Hill with like five. 15. Yeah. Oh, is they, they have more than that. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. They, they yeah, have like yeah, somewhere between 10, 10 just, to 15 locations. So yeah, I mean, craft beer isn't like a, they're not like a, a it's, it's not an industry that really lends itself to franchising as far as, I mean, it, it doesn't seem like a lot of, a lot of brewers and breweries want to, you know, get out to that franchising. Sure. Sure. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, yeah. to go back to your original point about having to be an approachable thing, like rock bottoms generally picked locations like malls or highly populated traffic areas. You'd see them, you know, like where a red Robin might be, you right. know, like they, they pick those sorts of locations as, um, places to put the breweries. And yeah. It's like, it, it's like a BJ's like, it, it, I mean, as a, as a salesman, you know, you get like BJ's are always outside of hotels. Yeah. You always see a BJ's outside of a hotel and you know, yeah. especially down South, you know? You, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Know. And that was the same, that was the same sort of concept with rock bottom. So they having that corporate background in my brewing career certainly helped me later on in life. You know, yeah. did I bitch about working for a corporate brewery? Absolutely. But you were uh, 21 at the time, so I'd say, I mean, that's ex- yeah. as expected. It's that yeah, rebel sure. phase. All right, so uh, let me give you just a, a quick background uh, and why I asked the question that I did. Um, flannel weather was like a revelation beer for me. That was like a turn the corner kind of beer. 
That was like, a, I had that beer and I had to text Dan immediately. You know how long I've been trying to get this guy to drink IPAs? Like <laughs> my entire like. Do you have red or green? Green. Green. Okay. Green was the first one. Yeah. And just trying to get this guy to just put his, yeah, just drink an IPA, any IPA. Yeah. Just fell short. Yeah. And it was the first I one. gave up. I honestly, I gave up. And it was, uh, it was because, um, I went, I, I can tell you, I had it at a restaurant in Johnstown, Pennsylvania. And, uh, Johnstown, that's not anywhere near you. No, I, it, it, I'm a salesman. I, no, uh, okay. um, a lot of windshield time. Yeah. A lot of windshield no, time as a word. A lot of windshield time. Uh, um, and, uh, I, ordered another i ordered a different beer i ordered a frontside lip slide from uh pizza from boy. boy yeah yep. beautiful beer yeah um, beer. and yes beer photos uh johnstown is i would consider that the armpit of pennsylvania it's the their, <laughs> their main export is depression um that's <laughs> better than methamphetamine right yeah, yeah that might play a part in the depression um probably forgot heroin on that <laughs> um so I ordered a frontside lip slide and it was strictly because of the name. I, 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 I knew I liked craft beer, but I was strictly a, I liked darker beers. Um, so, uh, Dan had been trying to get me into, uh, IPAs and it, this was kind of at the start of like the hazy kind of trend. Yeah. I mean, I was, I was getting into like, I was probably a year into new England's and, you know, started getting in really hyped and in, into those styles. Yeah. And then like the hazy IPAs came in and I think, you know, I, I kept trying to get you to try all these different IPAs. I mean, I've been trying since like 2008 to get you to drink an IPA. <laughs> so I mean, never an IPA guy. And again, uh, when she, when they told me that frontside lip slide was out, I looked and again, I just, I went off a name alone, uh, flannel weather. It spoke to me. <laughs> I'm a flannel connoisseur myself. Yeah. And, uh, and poured it out and I was like, Oh my God, look at this. I can't even see through the beer. (laughs) It's, it's so hazy. It looks like orange juice. And I like took a picture of it, sent it to Dan. I was like, Hey, look what I was drinking. And I I remember drinking that. And I was, I, I I wish I could, you know, it's one of those things like I'm really chasing the dragon. Like I, I wish I could, relive that moment like over and over like yeah just that see that's a, that's a really that's a really funny thing that you bring that up i think that that's really important in craft beer is that people chase the dragon all yeah. the time all the time i think everybody's been searching for the next heady topper forever right and heady topper is going to be heady topper yeah yeah no i mean it's just you gotta kiss the rings <laughs> on that one you can't be the next one <laughs> that was it was just flannel weather was just that beer for me it was just it's i don't i don't think anything's ever gonna top that experience like i can I'm, as i'm thinking of it right now it's like i i can i can see in my mind that bar that i'm sitting at with the with the food that's sitting in front of me and I'm pouring out the can or the, the, the bartenders pouring out the can into the glass. And I, I remember taking that first sip and being like, Holy shit. What is yeah, this? I have very visceral memories of the first time that I was drinking like tired hands. Oh yeah. Was, yeah. Tired hands. When, I've when, had, when it was, when it was, when it was just at the cafe, like I, I have very, like very vivid memories. And it's actually one of the reasons why I ended up having, getting a job there later like I, I went out of my way i was going to a wedding 
that was out of my way to go to Tired Hands, but they had just released Mago Tago, which at the time was like the end all be all for me. Like I had to have this mango IPA. And I showed up and Gene saw me and he, you know, we had known each other. He was like, Hey, what are you, what are you doing here? I was like, well, I'm here to drink Mago Tago. But like, I have very vivid memories of sitting in that bar, tasting things and experiencing things for the first yeah, time. Yeah. I mean, it, it, I have, it's one of those beers. that's just like, you know, there's certain beers. Like I remember old Rasputin the first time I had that. I remember great divide Yeti. I remember the first time I had that bells mm-hmm. too hearted. Oh yeah. Yeah. It, it like it just certain ones. Dale's 10 fitty. Yeah. Another one. Yeah. It, it just, it, it, you're just like your flannel weather is just in that like five to 10 beers. That it's like, I remember that exact point in time. And I was oh, really flattering. Flannel. I really, I really appreciate you saying that. Um, it's but, just I I don't know how, when I'm going to have a another chance to tell, the, the, <laughs> you know, the, about my. It just it was like a revelation. It's just and I remember. Well, did I not pass? Did I not pass my audition? Am I not now part of the best best friends podcast? Or? We'll get we'll get to that later. We have yeah. a listener here. We have a listener here. He, he know he knows about initiation. Damn it. We'll get. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> so Dan, Dan, what would you say? What would you say were are some like, you know, point in time beers for you? Point in time beers. Um, one of mine was working in college as a bar back and we were permitted always one drink at the end of the night. You know, you got one free beer before you left. Where'd you but work? Where'd I you worked. Back? <sighs> Molly McGuire's in Phoenixville. Molly McGuire's. <laughs> you, have to, you have to say it like that too. Yeah. yeah. I've been, I've been to Molly McGuire's. Yeah. Who hasn't been to Molly McGuire's <laughs> seriously, <laughs> but I would always get 60 minute IPA. That was my drink of choice. Yeah. Drink of choice leaving. I was, um, I was always a bourbon guy growing up. So, um, the bitter beers, the IPAs always stuck out to me because they gave me that same kind of, palate kind of impression the bitter just like a like that bitterness and the sting to it i always like that and i always and in the winter i go with the uh you know barrel aged stouts but 60 minute and then when 90 minute came out and then 120 minute like because i worked there and the you know they would bring in these beers all the time they're like hey 90 minute just came out great that's my new after work beer so just have that one set up for me hey 120 minute just came out all right cool Put it in the back of the cooler. That's my end of the night beer. Those were, I guess, beers that kind of, they set me on the course for uh, my IPA craze. I would say Dogfish Head really spearheaded that for me. Yeah, I think that's the case for a lot of people. I think that Dogfish, like for me, Dogfish was one of the very formative beer, like breweries and, and, and beers for me, 60 minutes, 75, 90, the whole, the whole thing. Um I would say like I have very vivid memories of being a kid and going to victory. Oh yeah. Cause victory was down the street for us. So like, I remember like when victory was like a small, like 2000 square foot little tasting room, yeah. my dad would take me and he would drink fucking like hop wall up or whatever. And I was drinking yeah. root beer playing and playing pool with him <laughs> at, you know, 10, 12 years old. Um, but like, even like as I went through high school, like experiences that, that I had drinking early, I remember like going to high school parties and we'd have like variety cases from victory. Cause that's what we could steal from our parents. Whereas like everybody is like, that has like a stereotypical high school 
party. Milwaukee's best. Yeah, Milwaukee, <laughs> yeah. It's like you have the beast. You might you might get lucky and get like a light beer, like Coors Light or Miller yeah. Light, because your parents might not recognize that. But like, since Victory was in Downingtown, like everybody drank Victory. Like you guys are talking about Golden Monkey. I can remember being fucking. I remember years my old first Golden sneaking. Monkey experience too. Actually, yeah. my, my first Victory experience was with Tom. Uh, was uh, Baltic Thunder. Mm-hmm. When we were 21 oh, years old, we uh, split a uh, 20. Well, actually, no, we didn't even split. We each got one at the pizza place when yeah. we came back with pizza and we yeah. built a fire and we drank that. That yeah, is actually another one. Two bombers. We, we yeah. each drank a bomber to our heads that night. Yeah. 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 That was a, our, our, uh, our local pizza place had like all the, you know, Troganator, Baltic Thunder, yeah. uh, Victory no. is one of those breweries that I have a an imprint just like yeah. uh Dogfish. Uh I would say what the other one would be uh and I just had oh uh Brawler Ale. Brawler, yeah. Yards Brawler, Brawler. yeah, Yards Brawler. And Ro- Rogue's Dead Guy. And Rogue's Dead Guy. Yeah, that was like Rogue's our dead guy, yeah. our our starts were like Brawler and and Yards Dead Guy. I remember mm-hmm. just drinking a lot of brawler and yeah. listening to it. Yeah, I mean, my, my dad music. was really foundational in my, my craft yeah. beer knowledge. Like he, he'd been a, into craft beer from before I was born. So oh, like, that's very know, cool. in our, in our, in our house, like, you know, Newcastle Brown Ale, you know, yeah. the night, but oh, Newcastle yeah. Brown Ale was yeah. like always around. Like Anchor always steam. <laughs> yeah. Anchor steam. Like, you know, he was always very, he was a home brewer, you know, before I was born, he actually brewed beer for me to, to drink when I turned 21, which we did. Oh, he brewed awesome. barley wine before I was born. Yeah. It is, didn't, you know, is your dad, 21. Jonathan from uh stolen son. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's funny. They actually, they don't live too far away from. Stolen yeah. Son. They, live <laughs> they, they, they live in Exton, but, um, that's in Exton, right? Stolen Slug? Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. correct. Yeah. 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 I was just want to make sure I didn't mix, mix up my facts. <laughs> yeah. So my, my dad was really influential in my in my craft beer knowledge. So. All right. And uh, real quick before we get out of here, because we are really running up against uh, our time here. Um, what's your favorite style of beer? Like, what's your. Pilsner. Okay. I didn't even have to, I didn't even have to de- desert Island beer. It's Brownmeister pills. Well, aside from, I would drink lazy river for the rest of my life too, but Brownmeister pills from victory, I'd say it was the desert Island beer for me. All right. Yeah. I was going to say we killed a lot of lazy river up in uh slate run <laughs> going down that <laughs> yeah. river, going yeah, down dude, that we, river with lazy river. I, was I drink lazy river all the time, all the time <laughs> that I, I will say like lazy river is the one that like, uh, I'll, I'll throw in for like, uh, like a if we have like a family gathering, like I know like my dad and my father-in-law, the not craft beer drinkers, throw that in there. It's like it bridges every, the gap. everybody can drink. It's the handshake. everybody can drink. Everybody so it's funny you say that. Like Lazy River, Lazy River, I brewed for my mom. My mom has always been obviously very supportive of what I do, but she is an avid Coors Light drinker. She loves her Coors Light, Coors Light and Corona. And she always like along my career has been, you know, drinking the beers that I brew, but I was mm. like, well, I need to brew my mom beer. I need to, I need to <laughs> brew, you know, a mom beer and Lancer awesome. River is what I want to drink, but it was also what I wanted to be able to drink my favorite beer and make it my mom's favorite Now, beer now you need to figure out how to make the river turn blue. Like when it's cold enough. <laughs> yeah as cold as the as the blue rivers of the Susquehanna yeah <laughs> yeah I love it um yeah. all right quick back to this beer Dan thoughts 
This so far uh, has been my favorite hazy IPA you guys have done for the expedition pack. I've had, I've had all of them so far as a, um, as an IPA fan. This is the one that surprised me the most. The, um, the tropical taste and the bitterness, but also something I'm getting from it that I've not really seen in a description. was just like, like I said, like a Riesling, it just has this soft kind of landing to it. That reminds me of Mm -hmm. like a Riesling and kind of coats my throat a little bit with that. And I, I enjoy this beer a lot and it, I mean, I'm very excited to try and get Grist House on this show just because of this. And like I said, I can't thank you guys enough for doing Expedition Pack so we can get these beers on our show. Yeah. And we're, um, we're happy to do it. I, I completely agree with the sentiment. Um, I, I'm, I'm getting that like Riesling, that like dry, that dry kind of uh, white wine flavor to it. Yeah. Um, great mouthfeel. What it's really bringing up in me is my anger that I lived out in Pittsburgh when there was a time when I was, I was drinking Jacob's best and, uh, and, and like the top notch beer was, that was like good timing around. for that burp yeah. when you're talking about Jacob's best, right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. They're a defunct, uh, brewery and you could get a 24 pack for, I think it was like $8. Um, it wasn't great. Uh, yeah. Craft beer was not a thing when I lived out in Pittsburgh and now it's just like a thriving craft beer scene out there. And I'm like constantly texting my friends out there. Like, yo, you got to go. If you're not going to like, uh, what was it? Seven siren or, uh, uh that, like Cinderland's grist house yeah. hitchhiker. Yeah. Any of those dancing gnome, dancing gnome. gnome. like, yeah. you, what are you guys doing? Like the just, dancing you know. gnome one came very close, but this one took the, uh, took the prize for yeah. me. I love like, yeah. like my friends will like send me a picture like, Oh, I'm drinking a Sly Fox. It's like, that's great. I, like Sly Fox. It's awesome. Sly Fox and, in Pittsburgh is a great thing to hear. And yeah. it, it's great to hear, but you guys have some of like the hottest breweries in the state out there. Please go there and, and, and get some of their amazing beer. Um, Pikeland yeah. Pills, man. Pikeland Pills. Come on. You're gonna you're gonna oh, go pi- you're gonna go Pikeland Pills over over the Hell's yeah, Hell's we, Lager. Are we uh, are we uh, portioning thirty minutes pike, of this? I will drink pike, I will drink Pikeland Pills over the Hell's Lager. Uh, we're 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 a Hell's Hell's Lager podcast. Are we? No, <laughs> I guess I fucked that up. <laughs> He's like, oh well, fuck me then, huh? Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Yeah. Although I, 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 I'm, I'm the, the only one that does this professionally, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't um, take what I say. I'll just go fuck myself, guys. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, nice, nice seeing you guys. Uh, that's another one, man. I, Brian O'Reilly, I've reached out to him like, please come on. I want to talk to you about how awesome your beer is. Um, um, all right. And then, uh, one more question, I guess, before we head off, uh, beer photo said, uh, awesome story. Uh, no surprise that you created your, uh, your, the beer you created for your mom won gold. So, uh, awesome on that. And then he said, uh, if you ever expand and build a second location, where would you build it? And why would it be, uh, close to Pottstown? Yeah. Please say Chester, Montgomery <laughs> County. It's going to be the keys guys. <laughs> oh, oh God. He's a keys I love, guy. You're so, I love, I love, I love to sail. Uh, good God. 
You're just you're you're so Pennsylvania that oh yeah I'm just gonna retire down to Florida. I'm just gonna I'm just no, gonna I'm not, re- I'm not retiring to Florida. I'm, I'm just gonna, gonna yacht rock down in the Keys. Right? Yacht rock. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna build it down in Clearwater so I can go to spring training every year. Yeah. <laughs> I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit about baseball. No, I, I, that's always been our joke. You know, my partner's and I is like, let's build another brewery somewhere warm. I mean, there's fucking two feet of snow outside right now. Like, and it keeps coming doing? every week. It doesn't, it doesn't stop. stop. It doesn't stop. It's like it's like 1996 right now. I'm like, yeah. just go away. We're oh in, yeah, folks. If if you're not in Pennsylvania and you're listening to this podcast, we're in snow hell right now. I know the one yeah. year I take a I take the year off of snowboarding, and it's like every single week. <laughs> I like hearing like the I like I get like there's a disaster in Texas, and and oh, two inches it, of fresh pal. It, it sucks, <laughs> but like you guys got four inches, and we're sitting here with like. It's like we got 24 inches dumped on us and they're like, here's another three inches. Here's another two and a half inches. Here's another five inches. So, so I will, I will defend Texas. I was in Texas. It was 2000 and 2005. I went down over Christmas to visit my best friend who had moved there and they got one inch of snow and my God, it was fucking it's the apocalypse. Yeah. It's it the apocalypse. Like nobody knew how to drive. Everything was <laughs> fucked. Like, they all, and they all have, they all have pickups. But they're all rear wheel drive. Yep, they yep. don't get four wheel drive. Real, the, yep. But they're all they're all rocking like Ford just, Rangers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it, it, the the thing is, and I never really thought about this until I heard people talking about it. There's no salt trucks. There's no plows down there. It's just oh, there's no infrastructure. No, it's a it's a free for all. If if it was a, a snowflake happens down there, I know. It's all I've been, I've been to Texas when it's snowing yeah. and it's the real deal. Yeah. The, the, uh, snow episode of King of the Hill couldn't have been more accurate. <laughs> I forgot <Yeah>. about that. <laughs> all right. Yeah, just like pure fucking pandemonium. Yeah. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Their the infrastructure crumbled for what we would be like. All right. My boss would be like, yeah, shovel your driveway and get the fucking work. Yeah. <laughs> um, but still yeah. coming in today. Right. Right. <laughs> All right, let's get uh let's get Mike out of here. Um, I know he's been just being tortured by this entire two hours we've been talking. Yeah, I, I yeah. knew, dude. I knew this was. I'm actually surprised this went under two hours. Yeah. Um, I, I just felt like we had so much to talk about with Mike, and if there's more. I can stay. It's not. It's up to you guys. He's so. like, I don't care. I mean, whatever. Yeah. No, we gotta we gotta get out of here. Nobody wants no. If you get in the inner workings, nobody likes to listen to two hour podcasts. It's just, it doesn't. Fair matter. enough. Yeah. Um, but if you, no want one to, wants to listen to us for two hours, but I mean, I, but Hey, know, thanks beer good. photos for listening to us for two hours. Appreciate yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And I mean, I guess that leaves the door open for Mike to come back on at some point when he's not, uh, bogged down by 80 hour work weeks. Yeah. Or not hanging out in the garage from the movie, uh, hereditary right now. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you know, I, was, I was worried. I was worried. My third shift guy was going to call out tonight. I was like, shit, I'm going to get off the podcast after having fucking three or four beers. And then we have to go brew until fucking four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> he came into work. So I'm you guys have a third, you, you have a third shift guy. Oh, yeah. I, I guess that makes sense. That, that, that answers how you guys pump out so many beers. Yeah. He's over there killing the leprechauns right now and throwing them in the beer. I only ever hear about right. third shift in like trucking garages. Yeah. He's just over there. Just uh, like, we have a, we have a small system. I mean, so in order to do the amount of beer that we need to do, there's not enough hours in the day. So in the normal work day. So we, we run 24 hours, three to four days a week. God damn. They're like the Wawa of craft beer. Yeah. No, I wouldn't say Wawa. Uh, oh, like, uh, sheet, uh, sheets guy over there. 
No, 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 no. I'm, They're I'm Turkey from, Hill. <laughs> yeah, it'd be more like like the Royal Farms of. Oh, okay. The Man. chicken's good. Chicken's yeah, good. chicken's real good there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right. yeah. Don't sleep on their potato wedges. Oh yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. We yeah, digress. Like, yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, everybody. You know the deal. Um, subscribe, rate, review. Uh, we went through it at the beginning of the podcast. If you didn't join us then, uh, give us a subscribe. Oh, boy. Jesus. Yeah. It's a lot There's of beer. Five, star, five stars on Untapped. Yep. At best, best, best friends podcast. Zero stars on iTunes, Spotify. Oh, man, you're just nailing all the marks, huh? Oh, yeah. yeah no, <laughs> did you give him a script before this? <laughs> did, did we accidentally share best, our uh, our show best, notes to best you? Best podcast I've ever listened to. Three out of five. <laughs> but thanks, I don't like, Mike. <laughs> but I but I don't like craft beer podcast. Two point five <laughs> yeah, out of five. Right. <laughs> hey, we're in the category of food, so get that. There right. you go. Are you? Yeah. Are you? We yeah. yeah. Technically, I guess uh, top yeah. one hundred podcasts in food. Yeah. We've we've charted a couple times. You guys, big best best food podcast I've listened to. There you go. There you go. Um, Not a not a food podcast guy. (laughs) (laughs) Subscribe, rate, review. Uh, You know, subscribe. uh, We'll get your our podcast in your you know, library in the, yeah. you'll get the notifications when the new episode drops. Spoiler alert: it's on Wednesday. So there you go. Um, Shoot us a review. you know, be creative about it. We talked about in the beginning, um, you know, do something that make us laugh, make us cry. Um, Dan, make me want to quit this podcast. Dan, again. Dan really wants to listen to the, or read a, a, a review while he, he listens to this music. Yeah. Here. This is how I want to exit the podcast. Like I want to read something so sad that I get up and I just walk away as this music plays. Yeah, I mean, while you're giving us five stars, obviously. Yeah, just give us give us five. It's stars. a five star part. I I'll obviously come back next week. So yeah, but uh, I might get up and cry, but I'll I'll be back here next week. But go scorched earth on the review. I mean, yeah. you know, hit us hard. You know, it really tell goes, us what we're doing wrong. Yeah, attack our personal appearance. I don't know. It's okay, I, I mean, whatever you want to do. It's okay. I wore a flannel shirt for this podcast, and yep. I barely got the buttons buttoned for this. <laughs> That'll let you know how the pandemic's been for me. I, I went with the 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 uh, creative or the uh, the the technique of I'm wearing a graphic tee so I can open up the old flannel. Uh, so All right, Pearl Jam, geez. Yeah, really. I I, I channel my inner Eddie Vedder. Even flow. Yeah. All right. Um, all right, guys. And then if you like the podcast, which I guess if you're listening to the podcast, you like the podcast. I don't know. Yeah, give us a follow. Yeah, and tell all your friends about it. Yeah. Uh, give us a follow Instagram and Facebook is at best, best friends pod. Tom, again, that's at best, best friends. P O D. I don't know what I hit. Just hit this one again. Gotta get real hood on that one. Uh, send us an email. If you're a brewery that wants to be on the podcast, if you have an idea of someone we should feature on the podcast, we have an email address. It's best, best friends pod at gmail.com. That's best, best friends. P O D. at gmail.com. All right. And, um, upcoming guests, um, next week, or I mean, God damn, we're, we're it's this week. So yeah, you five double, days, you man. double booked us this, this week. Tom. Yeah, yeah, this is, uh, is going to be a rough week. Uh, in five days, we're going to be live from 
you know, not the, not the regular friend zone here we have here. You're not going to see this background. We're going to be live at Warwick farm brewing in Hell yeah. Pennsylvania. Yeah. I can't wait to give Ryan a big old bear hug. Yeah. I really hope his dog's there. Yeah. Um, so we'll be there on Saturday, Saturday afternoon is when we're going to be there. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. We're, we'll, uh, we'll put out our regular Facebook or I guess we're doing a swap cast with them. We're going to be doing a podcast swap with them. You they know, have a great podcast going on too. Yeah. And they recently got on Twitch as well. So they're following in greatness's footsteps. Yeah. Posers. Uh, yeah. Whatever. Really? Um, so, uh, yeah. Tune in. We'll be at, uh, We'll be at Warwick trying some of their beer. Uh, maybe Timmy will be there. I don't know. He might come up from the floorboards. Who knows? Um, all right. About our guest. Yep. Uh, so guest plugs. Follow them on Instagram at New Trail Brewing. I have your website here, www.newtrailbrewing.com. Um, Mike, do you guys have anything coming up right now that you want to plug? Yeah, I mean, we talked about the expedition packs. They're going to come out monthly, bi-monthly for the foreseeable future. Flannel weather is coming out in two weeks. What did I say that was? That was uh, March uh, March 10th, right? Pulled up my, my calendar again. I think they me on mentioned um, March 15th. We should be hitting the shelves. In March 15th, you, you should see it. Are, we, get, are, are we getting March green 15th, or red? March. Green. It's a uh, motorbike at this time. <clears throat> we have all of our leprechauns beers coming out this week. That's leprechauns like shenanigans. Leprechauns drink coffee. Leprechauns drink milkshakes. That's all this week, which would be March uh, or no February. Cheese. Yeah, props to you guys 20th. doing like uh, two traditional styles. You yeah, got the red ale and the dry stout. So that's awesome. Yeah, it's a dry stout with almond, vanilla, and coffee. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't pat myself too much on the back on that one. It's <laughs> for traditional. But, but the, the, the the red, the Irish style red ale, I'm, I'm really happy with. Next week, I'm releasing a wholesale field. That's the next iteration in our hazy triple IPA series. Oh wow! So get excited, get excited about that, and that's being released with tent zipper. <laughs> That's a awesome. fan favorite. I think I there's beers. There's beers every week, so I could I could keep going for the next. 15. <laughs> we, can just, we can just go go completely over my as I go through my calendar. It's, it's, my, uh, it's my pointing, release schedule. Is pointing south still available? Yeah, pointing south is still available over at uh, Levante. So. Oh, is it okay? Yeah, then we brewed that with Levante at Levante, and pointing east will be the next iteration in the collab oh, we series. Got a so. little hot tea there. A little, little hot tea up there. Um, I'm not going to give you, I'm not going to give you a date on that one, but uh, yeah, I, I mean, that's fun. fine. So who are you guys doing that with? Are you doing that with Levante is still keeping up? Yeah. 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 Point, oh, the okay. point series is all with Levante. Oh, okay. So, so Gilly, it's all, always going to be Levante. Gilly from Levante was up today to brew for the expedition pack. And we nailed down some, some details for pointing East. So, awesome. Oh, so then yeah. we can, then we can, I guess we can expect a pointing West at some point. I would assume at some point, yeah. And then they're going to go diagonal and just yeah, start pointing east. South Pacific and <laughs> Pacific I don't, I don't, Northeast. I don't like Gilly like that much. So. <laughs> Are you guys going to start doing latitude and longitude? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, maybe, maybe. I mean, they're, they're a ton of fun to, to work with. We, 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 we need, have a good time you, every time we're together. So you need to keep the breweries and PA uh, Facebook group arguing about something. Yeah. 
Gotta keep, gotta keep <laughs> them active. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, other than that, uh, we have a little conversation. Yeah, we I, need th- to I have think time. so. Daniel. I mean, I mean, he lasted two hours and he hated he, every minute of it. Yeah, he really just didn't enjoy being on the podcast and all. But, you know, it was kind of fun to talk to. Yeah, well, I wasn't expecting him in the last two hours. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I lost the bet already. I lost the prop bet. Yeah. All right. New friend? New friend. Yeah. All right. Mike, you're a new friend of the podcast. All right. All right. That's you, what I like to hear. You're, you're joining the friend <laughs> circle and you can expect your welcome package in seven to 10 business months. Perfect. All right. That's about how I operate too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Dan, you got anything you want to, you want to put out there? Uh, nothing right now, but maybe something down the road. Oh. We'll talk about it. <laughs> Mike, thank you very much for coming on and, uh, and taking time out of your, uh, in hellacious schedule, yeah, your impossibly busy <laughs> schedule. No, uh, no. I'm glad to be here. So yeah. Had a ton of fun. Can't yeah. wait to be here next week. <laughs> you're you're uh, mike is our new third our mike so uh <laughs> <laughs> damn look at the whiteboard up there did i put it down um all right <laughs> yeah thank you again for coming on and, and sharing your beer with us um this is a great fun dan as always uh i i just need you to know one thing i love you always have <laughs> <laughs> and guys always remember It's not goodbye forever. It's just one more POD drop. Why would we not end the podcast with a POD drop? I can't wait till he's on the podcast. Yeah. Sonny, we're after you. Sonny, respond to our messages. I I command you to. All right. (laughs) All right, everybody. Um, And always remember, don't always, don't, don't just remember that I love Dan. Always remember that Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. That's the responsibility of the Clinton family. There it is. Got it in, Dan. Don't worry. All right. Best Best Friends Podcast, episode 56. We out. See ya. Best Friends Pod, hosted by Dan and Tom. Best Best Friends Pod, hosted by Dan and Tom. Best Best Friends Pod, hosted by Dan and Tom. Best Best Friends Pod, hosted by Dan and Tom. This podcast is hosted by two bros. By two bros. So crack a beer and laugh at some videos, videos. Superhuman jump through barbed wire bricks. Fuck this shit. Hang out with little lunchbox. Become a cluggalet, a cluggalet. Sometimes I'm a stouty boy, sometimes lazy. And this podcast is both. So it's all for me. Best Best Friends Pod, hosted by Dan and Tom. Cindy Crawford's a fan, how could you go wrong? So many pods up there, were it the ones for me? Epstein is still alive, and listens to Best Best Friends Pod.